Hello, hello everybody, it's your boy Oscar, and I'm finally back with episode number six of X Fader Behind the Scenes of Walls of Cecilia. This is the podcast where I'm talking about my experience behind the scenes of this big and amazing project. As per usual, this is going to be a rather organic kind of experience where I will have a number of talking points on my computer, a wireless microphone in my hand, and I will go through this whole episode from beginning to the end in an unscripted kind of way, winging it and swinging it. All right, so, excuse me. <clears throat> As I said, anything, or did I say, but um, now you know that anything and everything can happen. So this is the unedited raw deal, and I'm proud to deliver it to you. So, who am I? I'm a 31-year-old dude from the Swedish countryside. I joined Wolves of Cecilia in April of 2021. I came aboard as a sound engineer, and from there I became a beta reader for the scripts. Then I advanced to a concept artist, then to a script writing assistant, and uh, a number of events down the line, I got the title of a creative consultant, which means that you do a whole lot of stuff. And I'm really happy to be a part of this journey and this project and it's uh and it's a it's a massive opportunity excuse me mm. uh just a little heads up this episode may contain studio frogs which uh, sometimes happens to invade here for some weird reasons um and it can chop up the recording a little bit but that's what happens in uh, in this case because in other podcasts they are nicely edited out that's why you only find studio frogs in my recordings okay you kind of do the logic there anyways so that were my project positions and uh, for for the first few months of the of uh, of my involvement in Wolves of Cecilia in 2021 but as of recently uh, during the autumn of 2021, I've been going into animation duties, which is super exciting. And as if that wasn't enough, on top of everything else, which I'm already doing, including music um, assistance and everything that comes with that, uh, I'm also going into visual effects and the entire world that uh, is... Exactly that visual effects. Okay, that was kind of <laughs> that was kind of janky. Let's keep moving. So now you know what I'm up to in what my project positions are in uh, in this in this project, and uh, so you have a little bit of a better understanding of who I am and how long I've been here and what I'm doing. So highlights for this episode. Then we are going to talk a whole lot about visuals. And quite some audio as well, but a whole lot of visuals. Uh, a little bit of everything as per usual, but the, it's going to be a big emphasis on, on visuals and, uh, and the art of starting an episode and a series in the right kind of way. That is a very broad, simple sounding kind of thing, but I tell you, by the end of this episode, we are... We are just uh, going to have covered so much. And I hope I will keep this under the three-hour mark. Uh, guys, I have no idea of how long I'm going to talk today. Because, you know, I could talk for three hours about events that took place over two weeks or something. And in, in this case, 
I today I'm going to cover six weeks of events, and I don't know how many hours I will need. <laughs> this just <laughs> it's um, right. I, I'm a I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm also very excited, and I'm really really looking forward to finish this episode because for all these weeks I've been thinking it's time to record it's time to record it and especially over the over the last four weeks or so because my usual my initial my initial plan was to have it recorded by the end of week two after let let me try that let me try that again two weeks after episode five i aim to have this episode number six released and since then four weeks have passed and uh, yeah, you can just imagine what that is like to have obstacle after obstacle coming at you and just not letting you do whatever you want to do. And a big reason for this is the fact that the week before Christmas, I managed to get ill. Yes, the boy was sick. He was really sick. The double, double C sick. No, that was... A double C sick, that's when something is sick, as in good. But when you're sick, like I was, you get the man cold. And the man cold is not a game. It's uh, not a game. It's uh, it's not um, it's not a nice thing, if I put it that way. That wasn't uh, badly translated Swedish that I put, put in there. But it's, uh, the yeah, the, the man cold is a thing, and I got it. And it disabled me, it crippled me for one and a half weeks uh, in, in, um, in a project creative kind of way, of course. So I was like, yo, dude, uh, the, the timing could have been worse for sure, but it was still like really, really annoying. But I managed to do some proper damage control and get back. And we will get to that, all that by uh the towards the second half of this episode i believe because uh i do have two weeks to talk about before we get there so we have to turn back the clock all the way to sunday the 28th of november which was the i don't know exactly what happened the day before on Saturday, but my notes, they are saying it was an intense Saturday and a long Sunday morning. And, uh, and I just can't recall, you know, I've been just, just a quick side note. I've been trying, I've been doing my best over the, these past days to, to, to piece together the puzzle, which is the, which are these six weeks of events. And I've done my best. Some details will unfortunately, uh, be uh, victims of time and they would just be um they will not just be in here for a number of reasons and i'm really sorry about that but you know universe it just uh, the universe just uh, pushed me into a corner and i got ill and then christmas happened and it was amazing but it also uh, you know everything was at complete standstill for a long long time here i am trying to get the episode back trying to uh, episode uh, yeah, I'm trying to get this episode to you and get back into the creative loop. And so, as a matter of fact, things are a little bit chopped up. But where were we? We were at the 28th of November, and that's a Sunday. And I had to cancel my session there, as I said, because the Saturday was intense and the, and the Sunday morning was long. And uh, we had some 
just to put it simply, we had some interesting developments in our creative community where me and Vio, my good friend Vio, and also the man in charge of the special effects and sounds, special sound effects, I should say. He is uh, our sound effect genius in this um, in 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 this project and uh, my word has he had a massive um development in 2021 and it's just going from strength to strength by the week and it's just amazing to watch and uh, yeah so but but what i wanted to say here the big important thing about sunday 28th of november was that um we had some interesting developments in our uh, on in our part of the creative uh, community and on uh, in our scene, so to speak, and uh, who knows where things will lead, and who knows if we have got a foot or two in the door of um, of uh, of a creator out there. We might just have done that. Who knows? But it was uh, some very interesting developments, and it may open. As I said, it may open some doors. It's uh, it's probably it's. It is not also Cecilia related, but it is very much um, something which can provide a career path or path of opportunity for me uh, and or Vio. If if not if not Vio, then me or vice versa. Who knows? But it was it was some very interesting developments, and uh, we will see where things are going from there. Now that leads us to Monday the 29th of November which um, you know uh, long time listeners you know what happens on Mondays when everything are when everything is uh, when, when things are ideal and that is that um, I have a sketch Monday where I sketch things on pen and paper but unfortunately I didn't get very far on this Monday with um, b- because work was just uh, really taking the better part of me and uh, just uh, yeah I had no beans left on on uh, right after work or in the evening excuse me we got some studio frogs oh those pesky studio frogs here to ruin the recordings and dreams, but I am not going to let them. Oh no. Okay. And uh, also, before I go any further, we're on the 29th of November right now, but as a little, little sidetrack, I just want to say, uh, if I haven't said it already, because this day has been rather confusing, so, <laughs> you know, uh, backtracking six weeks and all that, but thank you everybody for an amazing 2021. I hope I'm not repeating myself. I might, but I, I got to keep going here. Because uh, this episode, I just gotta get it together. Okay. So, Tuesday, the 30th of November, I get to. We're a whole lot of. Let me see if I can put this together. So, we had um, jo- um, uh, Erring, Jordan Erring, our orchestral composer, he sent us a, he sent us a demo. Of a, of a song and uh, and um, and uh, it was the upgraded version of what we already have for the for a, a partic- particular kind of piece of music I am not sure whether I should tell you 
where this piece of music is going. As I said, this um, the preparations are substandard this time, so just gotta roll with it. But uh, uh, all I can say is that my reaction... I did quote it, and I and this is what I told uh, Jordan. You're one hell of a composer, buddy. It's phenomenal. And um, Milky loved it too, and the crew, the rest of the crew really liked it. And I can just say that, yeah, Jordan is uh, on the right path here, absolutely. And it sounds absolutely fantastic. Okay, so... What else was going on on this Tuesday? I was doing, uh, I was typing a real lot, uh, and I had a um, bit of a mashed up head because of the everything that happened during the weekend, and um, I was pretty much running on on my spare powers throughout the Monday in order to uh, because of the things that happened during the weekend. Creative weekend usually is a pretty draining experience. Uh, but a good one of that, of course, as always. And um, as a matter of fact, I got uh, my eyes were pretty sore, and my neck was a little bit um, uh, was a little bit sore as well. And uh, and as a matter of fact, I didn't really get my senses into gear because they were just uh, yeah, they were pretty pretty exhausted by then. And um, so what what I did instead was that I. I did what I could in terms of other kind of development tasks, and there are a ton of notes here. Uh, and if I was going to read those notes out loud, it was just it's going to be sounding very cryptic. It's going to sound very cryptic. Um, but suffice to say that there was a whole lot of conversation going on. Uh, I gave uh, Jordan Erring um, a whole lot of feedback, and um, uh, we also started to, me and Vio started to uh, plan for sound effects, and um, and uh, we we were initiating a discussion about some uh, some particular sounds in a particular place of the episode where we will need some uh, audio magic, and then yeah, some some audio magic in order to get some particular things right. Okay. And uh, then, uh, let me see. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna. I think I'm just gonna move on from there. But it that day ended with. Uh, I just gonna have a little. I just gonna have a little rest. At that's what I said at five p.m., five in the afternoon, and nine in the afternoon, nine in the evening. I wake up after three hours of sleep. And I just say, oh, okay, so that happened. Amazing. So I underestimated just how exhausted I was. So my 20-minute my nap, uh, it just escalated real hard and fast. So yeah, that's, that's what happens sometimes. Okay, and it, it wasn't the first time it was going to happen before the... Before uh, December was over. I just say that. Speaking of December, first of December was Wednesday, and that's the day after Tuesday, of course, because logic. <laughs> and uh, and that was turning into an afternoon session after a long, well-needed sleep. And uh, let me see what my notes are saying here. Uh, first note is saying afternoon session. The second one is saying creative hacks. 
Third note is saying tricky things going on. Uh, fourth is saying adjustments. And fifth is saying helping Vio with some tech stuff. And as I said, uh, I don't, I cannot properly recall what what happened here. I do have a, a little screenshot of what I was doing, and I think I um, I think what I did here. I'm just gonna cross check with um, the the picture that is a little bit further. That is that is from later on the week okay so so what i did here was that i um i did some things that i had not done before in clip studio paint so one of the big things also with 2021 is that i transitioned from or maybe not transition from but i'm also learning uh but i'm learning rather clip studio paint which is going to be the my go-to software for all things animation and for visual duties and for uh, and for you longtime listeners out there, you know that I've been talking about Clip Studio Paint a real lot. And I also want to point out that I'm not sponsored by Clip Studio Paint uh, to say anything that I'm saying right now. This is just uh, me talking about uh, the the software as in the context of the the art that we are doing so yes that's about that and there were some tricky things going on there as i said i uh, i i was working on the background of that particular thing and i've, I've returned to um th- throughout my episodes i've been or episode three or two whatever it was i've been returning to this one shot the, I, I've been talking about a particular shot that I've been working on a number of times and for a, for a quite some time. And this one shot I've re, I returned to once again. And I was going to return to it on Friday this week as well. Um, uh, that that uh, first week of December, I should say. So that you don't confuse anything with this past week. Okay, so later... Later in the, the first week of December, I was going to return to this shot. But the, right there and then on Wednesday, I worked on the background and did some adva- some um, some progress. And it was quite a tricky exercise because a few of the tools did not work as in my uh, as in my trusty rusty Photoshop, which I've been using for uh, over ten years now. So I know Photoshop very, very well, but Eclipse Studio Paint, that's a very new thing to me, and it works a little, little bit different, and those tiny, tiny details is uh, quite... uh, It's it's throwing me off quite hard at times, and uh, that's what what happened in uh, in this case too, but I did not let it slow me down completely, although it was a a little bit of a battle. Uh, as per always, almost. But that's that's what it's like to start out with these things. It's um, and learn things from scratch. It's um, yeah, teething problems. I think it's um, way you say it in English. Anywho, on Wednesday I also come home le- uh, come home late, and as a matter of fact, I really needed to to get some good rest because that uh, evening was long and intense. As I was away to mom's dental clinic and clean it up and uh, doing the whole cleaning thing it's taking its time and it's taking its effort and uh, I got back and I 
uh, got to bed and I slept like a cat. Then on Thursday of 2nd of December, I... Um, let me see. Uh, what does my note say? <laughs> okay, reading, reading, reading. Uh, okay, yes. So, as I was pretty... I was... I had the, yeah, that Wednesday had taken a toll on me, both that creative session and the cleaning session, which is a little bit of a first, because I I hadn't done anything quite like it before. Usually it's been like either I prep for, I just do um, some light duties, and then I go to, um, go, on, go to the cleaning duties, but but today I was uh, I was stepping it up a little bit. I did a little bit more than usual, a little bit more heavy duties, and uh, then did the after the the evening cleaning shift, uh, the cleaning session on top of that. So it was a little bit unusual, but I I did it. I managed to do it, and that was a um, that's a that's a significant improvement because it shows that things are starting to work on routine as as um you know as demanding as it still is in terms of um effort it still is a massive step in the right direction so that was a very welcome uh indication of the things that are going in the right direction but of course uh first comes the tick then comes the talk and i needed the thursday to to rest to rest up and prepare for the Friday, which uh, was going to be a rather productive session. But first, of course, what happened? What happened on Thursday? I slept a real lot. I checked out a new, a uh, few of the new features in my recently purchased upgrades for uh, my music software, which is uh, Ozone Nine and Neutron Three, and uh, I also had a look into uh, Nectar. And all the features there. One of the things that really uh, was a, one of the most amazing things was the auto masking feature, as it's called, in uh, in Nectar, which will allow our voice actors to really get up to the glass and be present when we need them, and uh, and still have all the different uh, other elements of the. Um, of the audio backdrop there in the background up and front and present as well and uh, it's it's going to be really really interesting to let all of this loose and and see what it sounds like we haven't yet got to that point again uh we are a very very small crew trying to do the job of a whole lot more people than we actually are excuse me studio frogs so um so everything is uh yeah we we're doing our best but uh, as a matter of fact uh, since we are just uh, this this small team we're we're starting out we're figuring out how to work and all that stuff things are just not going that fast and uh, there's not that much to do about it it's just like yeah keep on chugging and be patient and that's what we do but as a, as you can hear already um it, we can still get um, a whole lot of done relative to our crew size. And for that, we are, of course, naturally very, very proud. And um, you're just going to play it tactical. And that is, that is, in my case, that is something I would like to say that I do. 
And this nicely brings us to Friday the 3rd of December, because on Thursday, on let, let, me do, let me say it like this. Wednesday, I pushed and worked hard. Thursday, resting up with some light duties on the side. And then on Friday, rested up and ready for a bash. And a bash I did, because I returned to that one shot again and, uh, and started to put some lines down and some colors. And from something one something that initially looked a little bit like uh, something from Tron, because a number of things on this piece, uh, they are in some very neon-like colors. You know what it can look like when you have... Uh, when, let's say, you have a piece of uh, background uh, lines being in in purple, for example, then you have a character or characters in in pink and light blue, and then you have some objects in turquoise and things, uh, and everything is just starting to be become something like a, a Tron Daft Punk kind of kind of artwork instead of <laughs> something which is going to to look like a a pretty a pretty uh, a pretty piece of um, uh, asset that is going to go into an animated episode, but in on on Friday the third of December, I finally got to get some some lines down and uh, and some colors, and all of a sudden things start to look a whole lot more like something which is actually belonging in an episode. So what did I do here? I uh, I did. I did a number of adjustments to to the background, which I had started working on 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 Wednesday that same week. But there was one big problem. As I said, I'm I'm very used. I'm very used to how Photoshop is working. And in Photoshop, there is this um, smooth selection command. So you take. You know how you digital artists out there. You know how this works. You you take your selection tool and you you select an area for a, uh, for example a square and uh, or or let's say um, something with irregular edges and then uh, it just becomes this pixelated mess instead of a smooth line on the outline and then in Photoshop you have this feature that you 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 use a smooth selection command and what that what that does is that it's it's turning these uh, step kind of uh, jagged lines on the outer edges of your selection into a smooth kind of thing. And um, I expected to find it in Clip Studio Paint, but I was very, very confused to, to, to realize that it didn't exist. And I did, uh, I did quite some searching online, and it just seems as if it doesn't exist, which is really, really puzzling, because that software, Clip Studio Paint, it's and this is the EX version, mind you. So this is the this is the flagship, um, the the flagship edition. And for some reason, I can't find a smooth edge, uh, smooth selection command, which is really really weird. I have no idea what is going on here, and I just hope that this is just me being unable to uh, to to find it, rather than the fact that it just might not exist. I don't rule it out, so we will see how how that develops. But uh, at at that point, in that moment, super confused, I couldn't find it, and I had to do a workaround. And it just took so much more longer than I thought it would. It was just like so frustrating. But eventually, it got done, 
and it got done and it looked pretty good. So, okay, I could move on. And um, I re- as I said, I returned to lining things and um, and one of those big things with uh, Clip Studio Paint is that it, it has this feature of... Um, of of uh, of coloring things by coloring in areas by circling the mouse pointer around the area that you want to fill with a certain color, you just um, uh, press left mouse key. You do a circle around the area that you want to fill in with a certain color. You let go of the mouse key, and then boom, you got your area filled in with with color. So you don't need to have a paintbrush and go uh, filling it in all the way to the edges, being pixel perfect, and and worry about bleed and stuff. Uh, with the, that is, the the color that you have is seeping underneath the line work and ending up on the other side, or even uh, not reaching all the way to the to uh, to the edge of the line. And and this is what close uh, the the close and fill tool does and it's uh, accurate it's quick and it's great uh but <laughs> as i learned in um, in november uh, the the tool uh, it has a bit of a learning curve and at first it was just a frustrating mess but here it it really started to work it, it it in most cases in most cases it did what i wanted it to do and uh, and uh, lining things with vector with vector lines in Eclipse Studio Paint is also a very new thing to me, but I managed to do that too, and I got it to work out just fine, and I could uh, move on through the entire session and uh, get things done. So although I didn't get a whole lot of things done, like like um, like Milky would, because you know Milky is Milky, and she is quick when it comes to painting things and she's just yeah she's just running circles around me especially when it comes to uh the characters and um that's just the way it is but uh yeah that's that's what it's like being a beginner and uh, one day i will be just as quick as milky you can take that to the bank and also i had another day of realizing that uh, the shortcuts and all the work that I had been spending on setting up my new hardware that I slowly phased in uh, during during the during the autumn and uh, first part of the winter, it once again uh, showed itself from its best side, and it was doing what I wanted. So, so some very significant indications right there that things were going in the right direction once again. Uh, then later that afternoon. Uh, I I had a good three-hour, two-hour scrap or something. Then I had to cut it a little bit earlier than I wanted, as we were going to, as I was going together with uh, mom and dad uh, to a big traditional Swedish Christmas dinner, and uh, it was really great. And we also uh, the the thing was that we had this uh, Christmas dinner on this uh, at this particular place at this venue and it was a very inspiring place to be and i took a lot of photos and a number of notes because the architecture of of that building and the inside of it is this um what is it 1920s 1910s uh mansion and it's 
it's grand. It's really grand. And it's right out here in the middle of nowhere here in Sweden. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's called, uh, you will probably, uh, you will probably not f- uh, be able to recreate the, the spelling of this one, but it's called uh, Baldesnes Mansion. Okay. Uh, I will type it out in the, in the, <laughs> in the, what is it? The, the description of this, uh, of this episode. And uh, you can you can uh, Google it and see what uh, what it looks like. Anyways, place was absolutely amazing. Food was absolutely crazy good. Lots of food. My word, I had um, it. It felt like that was the that was everything I needed to eat to to last until uh, un- until the first of January, which I naturally did not because I'm uh, I'm a human and uh, everything. So. Uh, but suffice to say, lots of food. It was great, and um, uh, yeah, all around a very memorable evening. And uh, next day, of course, after Friday comes Saturday, the fourth of December, and here things were about to get. Uh, let me see what does my note say. Uh, I came up with a few ideas of how one or more scene or scenes in the episode can be improved. I also started to compile the podcast talking points, and I almost got the entire first week um, noted in 40 minutes. And as I also uh, woke up on Saturday, I woke up with parts of a song on my mind, which I hummed out. So this is a this is a something that happens to me sometimes. I can wake up with a very detailed, uh, with with a very detailed idea of how a song is going to be. Either it's just like uh, a part of it, like uh, like the lead in a in a in a, in a particular kind of way, or or just diffuse. But other times it's it's very complete with with baseline and and uh, the sound of a, uh, a a particular sound of a particular instrument it's it's like really detailed sometimes i have no idea excuse me i have no idea why this is but it's um considering i'm um i mean i'm a musician myself and producing my own music this is a huge gift and this is something that has been happening to me on a pretty regular basis ever since I turned uh, 19, 18 or something. It's pretty, pretty cool. And it's a, and I tell you, I've got a number of good ideas, which I am going to turn into songs at some time, some place in the future. And uh, some of them, they are, they are pretty rad. (laughs) And most likely better than anything I would come up with in, um, in a, in a, in in a conscious state, if I put it that way. So I have no idea how how this all is possible. It's a little bit of a miracle, and uh, it's pretty cool to be sleeping and working at the same time and coming up with something that just might be a hit. Who knows? Anyways, so I hummed out this uh, this fragment of a song or this part of a uh, parts of a song out. And what else does the note say? Uh, I we're starting to put some more yeah so as the 
as the evening came, uh, I started to put some lines and color on a character or characters in that one shot. And uh, it was a much bigger task than usual. And uh, it was... And uh, things... what and things starting to look and and by this point this this shot is actually starting to look like something that belongs in an episode uh of course far from finished and uh and a whole lot of work left naturally uh, that's kind of overstating it but whatever but it was a pretty significant moment where i finally got the colors down and and i, and I finally can start to see this this piece for the first time really taking it starting to take its final shape and uh, and it's going to be once this is drawn it's going to go down in my history as one of the most complicated things i've ever drawn and uh, when it's animated it's also going to be one of the most it's going to be the most uh, complicated thing i've ever animated as well so this is a very significant piece this is a very significant moment and it's um uh, it, it how should i say this it's a it's a very significant uh asset for uh for 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 me in in my development if i put it that way uh i hope it all makes sense then we come to Sunday, the fifth of December. So I have um, I have somewhat of a short sprint in uh, in the stu- in, in the media studio that Saturday. Also, uh, I, I want to point out that uh, thanks to Vio being on board and w- watching me work, and we were talking uh, um, at the same time, I believe. No, no, no. I don't think we were actually speaking this time around uh usually we're we're talking but this time i was yeah 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 yeah. we were we were talking because uh you might remember in episode five i was saying that the the vector tool had a weird behavior so the thing was that i i picked a color and i wanted to draw with that particular color but the the software for some reason did not pick the right shade so if I want a slime green, for example, I um, I use the eyedropper tool, which is the tool that you use for for picking a color. For the ones of you not familiar with um, uh, with um, um, with a uh, with a jargon and uh, with a, with a, what is it? Oh, image manipulation software language lingo jargon that. That's what the tool is called, where that allows you to pick a color from a particular place on the screen. Okay, so that's the eyedropper tool. <laughs> Convoluted. Anyways, so what what happened was that I I with the with the eyedropper tool and the vector tool that one combination for some reason I could not pick the color that I wanted to pick. So if I if I would try, if I tried to pick slime green, I got a lighter shade of green. So it was green-white-ish instead of slime green. And we were uh, trading a number of ideas back and forth. And then, thanks to Vio um, and our combined, uh, what is it, troubleshooting efforts, we concluded that when we're when I'm using the pen on the screen, or whenever I have this, 
the the pen close to the screen and the cursor moving uh the 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 computer thinking rather that i'm i'm picking the color with the pen that's when the issue happens and when i use the vector tool with the mouse okay so vector tool eyedropper pick a color then it picks the right color for some reason it won't it it does work when doing it with a mouse but not with a pen and that was a major discovery and and i said to vio hey i will solve this no problem i i assign uh one of the express keys one of the uh, quick button commands uh, one of the one of the one of the keys on that on the tablet itself so <clears throat> for those of you that have no experience with big uh pen tablet displays uh on or more more advanced uh, tablets they they have the the more expensive ones they have buttons and and uh, dials and uh, sometimes even touch strips on uh, on them which allows the user to assign specific buttons to specific things and i said to vio hey i will bind i will do a key bind for one of these buttons to the left click and thus the the pen i can use the pen and the eyedropper tool and get the color that i want guess what happened that did not work it it's still for some reason it doesn't like the combination of pen and the eyedropper tool but it likes the but but it does work with the mouse and eyedropper tool really really strange and uh, i've ever since ever since i've said to vio i gotta bring this up with the developers because i have a pretty good uh feeling that a lot of people around the world are wondering what the heck is going on and blaming blaming the software while in fact it's coming down to to uh, to just a little uh, uh, just a little bug. Okay, so that was a little bit of an offshoot, but that was a big discovery, and it's going to make my <laughs> all my artistic things f- coming coming in the future. Uh, everything's everything everything art. Uh, I should say this. Everything that has to do with the eyedropper and color picking in the future. It's going to be a whole lot easier from now on. Now knowing why this issue is a thing and how to and how to figure out how to live with it. Okay. Anyways, so we get to Sunday, the fifth of December, and we are crossing the forty-two hour mark as I'm talking here, and I'm gonna zoom out and have a look. So that's week number one of six. Jesus, that took me five. Uh, 42 minutes almost and we're not done just yet okay okay uh, okay bear with me as i said i have no idea for how long we will go <laughs> oh boy anyways i hope you're having a great time listening and you know i also gotta say that um once upon a time i was commuting to to school and every single day i went to school that was five days a week i spent at least three or four hours on on my um on my feet traveling you know i was going with bus uh out of town for one and a half hours or something like that one way and then and then went to school and then on the way home depending on when i finished up school it was something it was something like a two hour uh ordeal ish to, to just get home and um, and a podcast like this on on a on on a, on such days or y- you know 
every day. I could, I could go through, I could listen to a podcast like this every day of the week and it would just be the per- most perfect thing ever. Uh, so, uh, and I know that a whole lot of people out there are in a similar position. I don't know what it's like now with uh, with uh, Rona around and all that, but uh, suffice to say that some people just, uh, for whatever reason, just have a lot of time on their hands, and uh, other people, you know, they spend eight hours a day at work. Excuse me. Oh, damn, that was close. I was almost uh, going to have a studio for right in the microphone. Anyways, so... Uh, I, I, um, I, yeah, it is what it is. We're gonna keep going. So, on Sunday, the 5th of December, it was going to be a little bit of a special because it would be, uh, me, Milky, and, uh, Vio. We were going to talk for a number of hours together and, uh, do, uh, what we call a creative hangout. And boy, was that going to be a creative, creative hangout. Because uh, there are a number of notes here, and it's just like, uh, where do we begin? So, first off, uh, there were a number of... You know, I've been talking about inconsistencies on the timeline, and things that has been uh, issues to some degrees. And uh, this one session, we planned to talk about exactly that. We had a number of... um, we had a number of things that we were going to try to address and try to come up with solutions for in the first scenes of the episode and uh, the first parts of the episode as well. And um, in 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 order to start uh, and here in, and here I return to where I started this episode. I was going to talk about the art of starting uh, an episode and the start of uh, the the art start art eh? the art of starting. Uh, the series as well, and I really said, and I really, um, and I really stressed a few points in particular that this, this, and this we must get absolutely right in the beginning, or people are just not going to get uh, the the impression that they need, the experience that they come for, the experience that they deserve when they are watching the first minutes of the episode. And it's just like, we, we really are going to get this absolutely right. And, um, and and at the same time, we're also going to start the episode. We're also going to make a proper start of the episode so that people feel like, yeah, this is something to keep on watching. And uh, I had a number of notes on my end of things that I wanted to talk about and things that I said we uh, said to myself that this we really gotta address and uh, as uh, as we did our little uh, meet and greet and talking about things we eventually got to the point when it was time to to uh, address these concerns and I don't know how Milky did this if it was improvisation or planning or a combination of the two but uh, it I'm I'm erring on the side of that she was pretty well prepared considering what happened uh, in the weeks that followed uh, be- because the the idea that she presented was like beyond my expectations of what I was going to be um, uh, hearing this day or 
how should I say this? I had um, I had an idea of where we could go, and I said said to myself that okay, uh, my ideas might be okay, but this is Milky's vision, and uh, and she is the one that knows the characters the best, uh, knows the universe the best, and so on and so forth, and only perhaps perhaps only she is the one that knows how to properly start the episode and um, and one thing led to another and all of a sudden we have what is it three times one two three four five six six by three that's 18 panels in um, in just a matter of minutes and uh, and that was just so ex- so much more exciting it solved a, a number of problems and we were just like the three of us. Uh, I don't. We had we had Jordan on board. We had Jordan Erring on board for no no no. He, Jordan couldn't could not attend this day, and uh, our our good friend and uh, and the team member Inky Inky Paws was also there for a few minutes, but that was uh, that was it. Unfortunately, that's what happens when uh, when the time zones are as um, as extreme as they are. Um, but that's that's what it is. That's what it is, and uh, we had to handle it somehow. But so, but still, me, Vio, Milky, we were there, and uh, Milky got this um, this uh, big uh, uh, got all of these eighteen thumbnails down, and uh, this is going to be a proper start of the episode. I can assure you that, and it's it's man, I really want to see this thing. Uh, I see. I really want to see this thing together because it's going to be quite something, and it's going to set us as um as a creative team, as a series, as a, as an episode. Even it's going to set us apart from a whole lot of other uh, pieces of uh, material out there in in the indie scene, in our corner of the indie scene. So, yeah, this was a major break. It was one of the most significant moments of 2021 for sure. It just solved so many problems and uh, then on top of that as if that wasn't enough i also did what i had been waiting for for a long long time i finally could do thumbnailing on on a on a creative hangout and uh, and and uh, let me see uh let me let me think uh, i'm i'm just I'm just going to make sure that I'm saying the right thing here. I think I did thumbnailing once before. I think I talked about it in episode number five. But here, uh, uh, as I said, uh, as my as my notes are saying, I did it once, but was it a fluke? In, uh, in this case, I was back thumbnailing again. And I put... How many panels are that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten panels of uh, thumbnails that's what i drew in uh, on that session and up until that point i had never ever done something like that before and uh, i i can sketch pretty quickly with pen and paper i've showed that time and time again but here to have a specific problem to solve someone else's vision to realize and uh, my own ideas 
mixed in between all of this. And uh, this conversation happening at the same time, we have a clock ticking, we can't sit there for the entire day. Um, we expect from each other to to make certain amounts of uh, of progress in a certain given time. And these things just got to happen. So there is a there is a there's this thing in the air that you know there's this urgency in the air we have to really uh, come up with something here and now and uh, and um, i managed to handle that and deliver what i was supposed to and uh, that's that's just it it did happen and i cannot state just how important that was to see these things come together and I, I, I drew things indoors, outdoors. I drew structures, objects, different kinds of creatures in different kinds of uh, gestures, um, uh, quite different, a quite wide span of emotions and uh, and situations. We were to- we're talking, um, we're talking uh, some of these um, outdoor. Uh, places being very different from each other and um, and uh, it's it's yeah I, I hadn't done anything like it up until that point and it worked it's just like this whole that everything I had done on in 2021 really started to show just uh, it it really started to show that I had done my homework exactly when I needed to so uh super happy about that and those panels still look good and also i also gotta say that uh uh uh, two of those one of those panels uh one of those panels in particular is uh, uh a funny one it's an addition to um to an addition to one of the scenes or one of the scene or scenes in in the episode and uh, i had this uh, i had this little i i think that the the main idea for it came from a from a weird weird dream i had a number of years back and it was so that dream was so freaking funny i actually started to laugh to i actually laughed myself out of sleep that was just how insane it was and i put this kind of take on it in into that um, into that thumbnail in that situation and uh, uh, and as a matter of fact it just got it just got so stupid crazy that it, yeah it, it it's just lovely we we will see if it, if we will put it in if we will or can put it in in the final uh, in the final footage if, if it will make the if if it will make its way there we will see um uh, but but suffice to say it was uh, it was pretty rad now the thing was that today the 8th of January 2022 only one of those panels that I drew is the one that is is uh, is going to survive. No, maybe I'm a little bit too harsh here. I'm not sure. There's just there's this one uh, uh, well in sp- in spirit, it's right, but I need to adjust it. Otherwise, it won't work. It will work as a placeholder, but still kind of not uh, because of the latest developments, which were good. 
So uh, I'm not crying at all. Um, but there are these... Um, uh, but, but these ideas have evolved, clearly. And I have no problem to sketch some more. Because, oh yeah, do I like drawing. Drawing? Eh. Boy, yeah, do I like to draw. So, uh, scene zero, that is. Thumbnailed by Milky. 18 panels. Amazing. And uh, on my part, I... The, I took five ideas from uh, from the idea stage stage into sketches, of course. Uh, ten panels of different detail level, uh, and so on and so forth. Excuse me. And then, of course, we had the discussion about scene one. And we had a lot of discussions, a lot of improvements we have, rather... Oh my goodness, I'm just so focused on, focused on moving on that I'm almost ruining it. Ah, okay. Uh, I, uh, anyways, we have lots of improvements planned for this, for, for scene one. Okay, you get the idea. So that was Sunday the 5th of December. And we're almost crossing the hour mark any moment now. So, uh, rather, we are about to cross the hour mark in three minutes. Okay, so Monday the sixth of the sixth of December, uh, not uh, nothing, nothing on you, nothing. How should I say? <sighs> Exciting at all, except for work and recovery. And uh, then I woke up. Then I wake up on Tuesday after a great sleep, and then massive discussion with my good buddy Vio. We were doing a whole lot of stuff this day. Uh, we took a, we had a good look at some, some professional material that has been out for decades. Uh, two pieces of no, no, wait, wait, wait! I'm looking at two pieces of. Excuse me, I'm gonna have a closer look. Three significant pieces of reference material, that's what I say. And I'm thinking about big-budget animations from uh, a while back, if I put it that way. A number of decades back, and the second one being a number of decades back still. On top of that, I should say. And, and yeah, so pretty old stuff. But age doesn't matter in this case. Because... What I'm looking at here is the is the building blocks on what I'm going to try uh, when it comes to when it comes to figuring out the tone and and look for Wolsa Cecilia. And uh, we 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 had a discussion about a number of things, and uh, it was also a f- bit of a follow up to to a discussion we had. Uh, sometime earlier, if I'm not mistaken here, as I said, this was um, this was five weeks ago, so my my memories are kind of blurry. Uh, but but suffice to say that this was um, this was a great discussion. We were talking audio, we were talking visuals, and the merge of the two. Uh, Vio once again showed himself from the best side and starting to and started to um, uh, started to show some clear advancements in his workflow when it comes to making uh, sound effects. And that was just the beginning, because uh, over the weeks that followed, things were about to 
get better by the day, pretty much. And let me see, I'm continuing to Wednesday, the 8th of December, because that's pretty much everything I can say about the Tuesday. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a great Tuesday. So on Wednesday, it was time to head to mom's dental clinic and clean it, clean it up, just as usual. But the thing was, of course, that um, that I had... Um, that I had a light load, a light workload Wednesday before I was going there. So what does my note say? Uh, I had some ideas for music in scene zero and in uh, scene one. And that was uh, new ideas... Uh, new ideas altogether because we will be uh, changing things around a little bit in order to uh, it, it, because we have new visuals coming in and we have new ideas coming in and um, and that means that we're going to have new music as well because what we had before if we had anything at all to begin with in the in the case of scene 0 for example we are starting from scratch it's it's silence nothing and um and i started to find an interesting trail and i said to myself this i will need to talk about and it's a very unusual kind of thing but that's what makes it fit in my opinion and at least if it if it doesn't fit now then it will fit when it's was of sezilized, so to speak. And um, and if it's not going to last all the way to the end, when well, then that's at least the starting point. So it's um, it's really interesting. And uh, I did some initial add-ons in text. So so for scene zero, I looked at the panels during the course of Monday and Tuesday, and on Wednesday, I. I got to do some... Uh, I, I started to come up with some additions because I, I was looking at these panels and I was saying, okay, so this works, this was, this works, this works. But here and there, I think there's just like... There should be more happening in between these panels and those panels. And how about doing a few adjustments here and there? And, and, um, and uh, things developed and developed and all of a sudden i was like okay now i have too much on my mind this is going into an inter this is going into an interesting direction i need to put this down into text and that's what i did and uh, let me see if i can uh, read what i have here uh reading 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 mm. not sure exactly what i wanted to say with that um, with a note that I have here, and uh, forgive my, it, it was I was not trying to say anything in gibberish that you were supposed to. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, decode and try to interpret or anything. Um, that was just um, I was just uh, skimming through one of my messages that I had uh, screen capped here, and I just couldn't make that much sense of it so yeah but suffice to say uh wednesday was um dive into music and additions for scene zero then on thursday being a studio day i developed let me see what does my note say i have a big kind of thing i 
yeah, I think what I'm trying to say here with my notes is that I started to started to put together the the material on of which I would uh, implement. I uh, <laughs> let me try that again. So I started to put together the the bits and pieces that eventually would lead to the the thumbnailing session on Sunday and uh, and uh, the additions that I would make to the to the panels of scene zero okay so let me see here Thursday 9th of December I returned to something I have not mentioned but I developed it further I debugged it and looked for weak points and inconsistencies and yeah, I, I, there, that is, of course, uh, scene zero, yes. Uh, and I think, actually, I ran out of steam on, on Thursday, so I didn't, I didn't draw anything. I didn't do anything except for what I just said there. And uh, that was all the things that I came up with. It was very much a brainstorming kind of day rather than pr- production, hard on... Hard, eh, eh, eh. Um, it was very much... Um, brainstorming kind of day rather than a hands-on production kind of day there we go and on friday the day after thursday woohoo logic i um, got a few gaps to do some character test and practice and uh, and also and also uh, and also do some uh, decisive decisive drawing exercises and uh, then I picked no one else than Cassius uh, because I haven't drawn him because I haven't drawn him in a while. And um, excuse me. <coughs> and um, the reference was this: um, there's this clip on Milky's uh, YouTube. There's this clip on Milky's YouTube channel, which is called uh, "The Edgiest Character." And uh, since Cassius is drawn in a rather, uh, yeah, he's just drawn in bare lines on um, in that clip. I said to myself, that is a pretty, uh, that is a pretty good exercise because uh, he will move from point from one pose to another, and he has some very particular expressions, and he is uh, he's moving his head and ears, and I said to myself, yeah, that is a pretty good place to start, and uh, well. What am I saying? A good place to start. Uh, that is a good exercise. So I went on and uh, and did it. Uh, but I was not done that Friday because because I went home. I had uh, I had some rest, and then when I woke up, I was ready to turn all the things that I had been thinking about over the past over the past few days, even ever since Sunday, the week before, and, excuse me, mm. oh gosh, and, and, uh, and all those ideas had accumulated, and eventually it just had become so much that I wondered what I was going to do. I asked, I asked myself, do I have time to sit down and uh, type all of this out? And the answer to that was probably not. 
because it was so intricate and so specific and and there was so many there were so many details in in, the, in there so that I said to myself no dude I have no idea how I'm going to translate this into text in a in a reasonable time frame and get the details right and and get the rest of the team to understand what this is what this is all about and in particular milky of course uh because uh, the there was uh, there were a certain of there were a certain amount of things there that just needed to be communicated really really specifically and i just wondered what i was going to do because i had so much of it so me being a very chatty guy sometimes i'm not chatty all the time but i i felt chatty enough so that i uh, grabbed the mic and started to record and started to record a voice note, which went on for some 50 minutes. And here in my notes, I have a big box of um, a big box of notes of what that recording contained. And it's about a dozen and a half points, which I said that we got to do something about these. Um, we we have to keep this in mind when we're working on the first scenes of the episode, and um, in the other box that I have here, it's it's a green one, which uh, which contains the points where I can the the non-specific points where I can that I can share with you. So in in general, I was as I was uh, asking for more details. And I presented some sound, uh, some ideas for sounds, music, and dialogue. I explained how every shot and every event that I proposed worked together, why I chose the things that I chose, and so on and so forth. And I presented some. I also took some initial steps towards writing dialogue, and um, and uh, I even. I think I actually did a little bit of improvised voice acting while I was talking of because of obvious reasons and uh, and finally I made uh, I wanted to point out that I want to make sure that every, everything flows well and has an and has an artistic thought behind it. So lots of stuff in there and as you can imagine those uh, 50 minutes went by pretty quickly and it uh, it turned out to be a very uh, a, a valuable a valuable asset because we um, be, because yeah we we definitely had some potential left on the table for scene zero and um, it was going to be refined even more after that and uh, especially uh, first part or what am I saying L- second part of scene zero or yeah second part of scene zero that was when a whole lot of um that's where a whole lot of my notes were pointing okay so let's move on to saturday the 11th of december and and but before i do i just gonna say that um all that uh all that talking that i did about the development the the the, the all the talking i did about improvements of scene zero i would return to 
to thumbnail to thumbnail some of it out on Sunday the 12th of December. But first, in between, of course, comes Saturday the 11th of December. And here I have a number of things. And uh, scheduled for, for, let me see, the, now I'm thinking, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember this. But I think I, but I think this is what happened. So, at least I do know this, that this weekend, wait, 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 I'm gonna zoom in, hang on. I'm gonna zoom in. Do I have a date stamp, time stamp on this thing? <sighs> no. Where's Discord when you need it? I want to have a look at the... Um, at the... the thing. When this happened. Uh, hang on. I'm bringing up... I'm bringing up... Um, one moment. Okay. Uh, I'm looking for the date when this thing was done. If I can pull it up. Is it here? Is it here? No. Is it this one? There? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Okay. Let's see. Is that the 12th? Is that the 12th? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is how it works. Okay, so on Saturday, we did some preps. And, uh, or or rather, okay, now I remember. Excuse me for being so uh, janky here for a few minutes. But, so, so on Saturday, before I went into a creative discussion with Milky and Vio... I did a few things. First off was that I actually started with picking up the microphone, this right, this microphone right here, and I did some placeholder recordings for the characters involved in Scene Zero, and uh, that was very interesting, of course. And uh, one of those, one or more of those characters we have cast. And here's where I get uh, I come into the picture. So, um, one or more of those characters that are in uh, Scene Zero, Scene uh, Zero, Part Two, and I'm really dancing around the words here. Let me see. I don't want to ruin my recording here. So, we have one or more characters cast for. Scene zero, part one, part two, and scene one and two. Okay? A little bit confusing, but you get the idea. Then there's this... Uh, then there is, for a few reasons, there is a character that we needed to create. That is part of scene zero. And uh, since we didn't have any anyone else except me pretty much um on on standby that could do placeholder lines for 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 the character in a in a short uh, amount of time just to just to test things out um i insisted on giving this character a try and uh, milky 
really liked my performance and as of um as of right now i'm a pre- i am preliminary the preliminary voice actor for this guy so it's pretty much uh a bit of a figurant role but um but but still i uh i might be the guy that will be voicing this uh, character in the end so we will see about that and naturally me being a producer uh in in this uh, in in Wolves of Cecilia, uh for how should i say this uh foremost oh looking for the right way to say it how how do you say this first and foremost yeah that's how you say it okay first and foremost in the creation of Wolves of Cecilia, I, I view myself as a producer, not necessarily a, a voice actor. A voice acting role is a big bonus, but I'm I'm not here to have one at all costs and uh, and uh, brute force myself to 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 to, to uh, or play any tricks to to you know uh, to 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 get a role at at all costs or stupid reasons, you know. And therefore, I say that if somebody is capable of doing a better performance than me for this character, then I will happily let that person take care of uh, take care of it. And uh, that's just because, in the end, I just want to. I would just want. I just want an amazing episode. And if that means that somebody else is going to uh, take a, a voice acting role away from me. I'm more than happy to do it. Uh, but as of right now, this is... Uh, I am the one doing the placeholder recordings for this character, and it seems to be working out. So, uh, on one hand, of course, lots of fun. But also, on the other hand, uh, things can change. And uh, if, if um, as I said, uh, quality comes first, and especially since it's the first moments of the, the episode, this stuff... Uh, really has to work, and um, yeah, but but still, uh, if I make it all the way to the end, hey, then I have um I have a figurant role in Wolves of Cecilia, and that's uh, that's cool, and uh, and we will see, we will see how things develop. Okay, so in this uh, in this creative discussion, we started to nailed down how this character looks because the week before we just had uh we just had a we had just had we just had this character in in a number of in just lines so no colors no tones no nothing it was just um it was just a kind of generic looking uh, cecilian but but here uh milky and uh milky me vio and uh I think I don't remember. I don't have I don't have a record of who attended, but I I believe that Inky or Jordan was there. I it wasn't just the trial of me of me milking Vio that kind of rhymed um, because Milky managed to get a few. Uh, how, how should I say this? really you you hear me rewinding the tape in the in the head as i go here <laughs> this is uh this is quite this is quite tricky okay but but anyway suffice to say that 
Milky did design this character, and everyone on the call, everyone watching, was like, "This guy looks cool," and uh, I did not expect that he was going to turn out the way he did, but he did, and um, yes, it's going to be really interesting to uh, it's it's going to be great to see him animated and uh, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't go further than that but uh, we will put on a show for sure in uh, the the first moments of uh, of the episode first moments first minutes I should say and uh, yes it's it's gonna be absolutely Oh boy, just please bring it on, somebody. <laughs> Lots of work ahead, but man, that kind of um, that kind of stuff. It's just what's making it uh, making the work behind the scenes just so much fun. It's crazy, and also, I I was saying that I I gathered a number of ideas as uh, as time went. Oh, excuse me, uh, uncomfortable seating position. Um, let me zoom in on the panel here. I did a number of... Please, Surface 4, do what I want. Zoom. Zoom. Okay. Thank you. And um, as I said, over the days, I had been collecting a number of ideas of how to do some add-ons to Scene Zero, the first part of Scene Zero. And uh, this session, between 12th to 13th of December. Oh, Studio Frogs, excuse me. I updated the, the storyboard, the, the thumbnails, with eight new panels. I got some more Studio Frogs, excuse me. Oh man, this recording is all over the place and I'm not close to done. Anyway, so I, I made eight new panels and I'm, um, I'm very happy with how they turned out because I... I was on the very edge of my abilities, of what I could do. But it was like, I did it. And uh, and looking at my stuff side by side with, with uh, Milky's panels, it's just like, yeah, that is rad. It is exactly where I needed to be at that point. And, I, you know, I was drawing different kind of things quite different things and it, it just worked out and i'm really happy about that and it's just going to go upwards and onwards from this point on so yes uh and and also what i did in that call and i'm pretty sure that inky pause was on the call together with together with vio so there were four of us there i'm pretty sure that was the case um no, hang on, wait, wait. We had, for a moment there, we had Sierra and Jordan on there as well. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, um, I presented the, the unusual music idea that I had got earlier in the week. And, um, and it turns out it was a pretty good fit. Now... What I presented was, of course, something that somebody else has done. But I said that just just listen to the nature of this thing, and um, and uh, just just imagine that this is the kind of tone, the 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 musical tone that I want to that I 
that I want to propose here for for this for these moments. And uh, first initial, the first initial, eh, overstating again, the initial reactions were positive. So I think we have, at the very least, a starting point, and we will see where it goes from there. But it's um, it's interesting for sure, and and it's going to take, stylistically speaking, it's going to take a very interesting uh, direction, considering that um, me and Vio we are into electronic dance music, and uh, Jordan is into orchestral. So we have. Um, with everything that you can do in high tempo, in low tempo, with uh, with orchestral uh, instruments and digital uh, modern instruments, there's there's just so much to explore here, and uh, and we are going to do a lot of experimenting with uh, with music in for for episode one, and we are all really excited about what we will come up with because it's going to sound very unique for sure at least that's that's our ambition naturally because then comes the doing <laughs> uh, which is always a very separate thing from from coming up with uh, with ideas but 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 still it's uh, it's still a very interesting it was a very interesting moment we uh, we got a whole lot of stuff done and uh, but but uh, the thing was that a lot of the a lot of the panels that I drew right there and then they were going to be replaced by even better things later on. Uh, but first they will they will need to be scrapped because a few weeks later uh, Milky presented a few uh, further improvements to 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 this to this early part of the episode. And uh, that meant that uh, most of those thumbnails that I did actually um, will be going out the window. But I will uh, throw them away with a big smile on my face because what what um, the the kind of improvements that Milky did to to the script they are just so much more on point and so much better than what I probably ever could uh, come up with. So it's and, and that's just because she knows the characters in and out and and so well and uh, it's just um, uh, yeah that's that's just the way it works you as a creator you just uh, you just know how things work together and she really delivered on on that in the upgraded patch that she delivered uh, the day before New Year. Okay, so that was a little bit of a sidetrack. We are still on the 13th of December, but I was talking about events that would take place on the 31st of uh, December. So I hope that wasn't confusing. Let me do a quick recap for you there if you if, if that got, got confusing. So um, Sunday, 12th of December, I added a number of panels. We gave this character... Uh, colors and uh, and uh, and uh, accessories and things like that the design was nailed down and um, and uh, then we uh, let me see uh, I added eight new panels and um, 
and I, I presented that music idea. So that was what happened on Sunday, the 12th of December, going into uh, the early hours of Monday, the 13th of December. And um, and on that Monday, 13th of December, that was, as per usual, a work day. And um, yeah, I, uh, I did give... I did give it a good push on Sunday and uh, on Saturday as well. I did work quite a lot. And as a matter of fact, I felt that <laughs> when I went to work on Monday, I wasn't as snappy as I maybe wanted to be, but uh, but that's, uh, that's how we work sometimes. But still, it was a great day of work. So, yeah. And, and don't worry about me. I know my limits very well, and I kept myself safely within the limits and uh, everything... Yeah, it was a good day work. And um, of course, coming home from, from that work day and having a long weekend on top of that, I was like, uh, gonna do the 20-minute nap thing and I will be on my legs again. Uh, nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> so uh, had a had a number of hours of sleep, uh, waking up again and I'm just like, oh, okay, uh, deja vu, right? Yeah, okay. I I gonna pe- I I gonna keep on sleeping. So, see you tomorrow. And uh so I wake up on Tuesday the 14th of December and I still feel a little bit like uh no, I I I I had a great weekend and and the week before was also very productive. So, I don't feel like pushing. <sighs> Let's do something else for uh for um for a change. And uh, I found myself back at to to uh to a channel, to a YouTube channel which I've been watching. Uh, I, I've I've had it on my mind. Uh, or how should I say this? I I've known about it for quite a while, but I haven't really consumed the content. And um, and uh, and this time I went back to it and said to myself, okay, I'm going to rest, but I also want to be productive at the same time. Can I maybe combine the best of two worlds here? And and uh, I I found a few. Uh, I found a few videos which were interesting, and I was like, "Yeah, let's um, let's give them a play." And it turned out to be just uh, a great choice because uh, because that was the beginning of something quite significant. And uh, let me just read the titles of these videos in order to give you an idea of uh, what kind of topics I I got through. And uh, and the first one is what you don't learn in film school with Shane Stanley. Second is why you need a plan in place before you write the screenplay with Emrys Cooper. Best path for an artist is to stop co- uh, copying everyone else with James Cullen Bresak, Learning Screenplay Story Structure with Eric Edson, and You Will Never Know How to Write a Screenplay Until You Write One, Tony Duchesne. And the thing is with, uh, if I didn't mention it already, uh, the the channel is called Film Courage, and they have... um, They have... Let me see. They, their slogan. I haven't noted. I haven't um, taken note of their slogan. But but the thing is that uh, this um, this channel. They are talking to people working in the creative industry in Hollywood, 
um, with people that has been that have been in both big and small productions. They are uh, some of these are veterans. They've been around for uh, for years, and they really do, they really know what they are talking about. And uh, this was my first proper dive into uh, into the catalog of Film Courage, and it really was a good one. I learned a real lot in a short amount of time. Uh, but equally as much as I learned, I also got validated and verified. Because I've been, through throughout my years, I, I have had no formal education for filmmaking, for screenwriting, or anything of that nature. I have uh, all things school that I've been going through is probably as far for as far from filmmaking as I possibly could get pretty much um, just just real quick um, I'm a graduated uh, car technician uh, auto technician I should say I should say a vehicle technician with specialization in vehicle electrics and electronics then uh, also gradu- graduated electronics technician and elect- and um, <laughs> and and graduated dental technician so that is uh, quite a weird mix of things but that's that's the things that I have diplomas on and I've completed these um, uh, these um, do you say educations no I don't know what how to say it in um, how to say it in English but that's that's my school resume really really quickly. Uh, and as you can hear, it's just like there is n- no sign of there is just no filmmaking in there whatsoever. Everything I've done throughout the years, it is one hundred percent self self taught, and um, and just um, and just gut feel pretty much. And and here I get to this material and I start to to validate everything I've learned, everything I know uh, against what these people are have been through in their professional careers and i and i was happy to find out that uh the the more i listen to this the more i um the the, the more i the more material that i took part of the more i realized that i've been right to 80 90% all all of the time and that is a major thing. Uh, then, of course, I'm I'm definitely not considering myself an expert, and I have so much more to learn. They are talking about their own experiences, and I have yet pretty much to form my own. Um, but but also some of these stories you could just you could only get from people that had been working in in uh, with pro- with filmmaking on a professional level for decades and decades and with having mom and dad being involved in 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 filmmaking uh there some of these uh, guys parents were in filmmaking even before they were born you know so they they had this tradition in the family and um and it it just uh it the life path that comes with it is uh, very can be very very interesting, and in this in the in the in the case of Shane Stanley, uh, that one titled with "What You Don't Learn in Film School," that interview 
Oh my goodness, that was just so interesting. Real quick, I'm just gonna say that Shane Stanley, he was, he is the son of uh, of a father, and and I even believe a mother who has been involved in filmmaking for years before he uh, before he came to the world, and you know, as a, as a tiny uh, as a tiny kid, he was already he he had his first gig when he was was it four or five years old um and uh and they just kept going from there and the and he just got crazy rich uh at one point or two points and uh, then <laughs> managed to uh to spend all that money and just uh, having pretty much the only thing he he um uh, and and the only thing he owned for, I don't really know how to how to describe this, but he, okay, so he he made a ton of money and he spent a ton of money, and then having it all, losing it all, and then coming back from that again. It was just the most insane, uh, one of the most insane stories I've uh, I've ever heard. It was just an amazing listen. So uh, again, the title is "What You Don't Learn in Film School" with Shane Stanley. Uh, be if if you're if you want to hear some crazy uh, behind the scenes stories that easily tops mine, <laughs> that's the that's the, that's what you want to listen to. It's it's it was great, and that's just one of many many uh, pieces of material that uh, Film Courage have in their catalog. You, you just uh, yeah, if you like film, if you're into filmmaking yourself. If you wonder what it's like to to write stories and uh, and uh, the entire craft of storytelling, man, the entire craft, it's 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 there. Go to Film Courage. You will, uh, and you you uh, you don't need to thank me. Just go there, uh, have a listen. It will change your uh, creative career for the better instantly. And I I'm not even joking. And in my case, it was about to get even uh, both better and worse at the same time. Because I did not know, I was happily unaware that the following day, the fifteenth of December, was going to be um, uh, was going to be the beginning. Was going to be the last uh, day of the week when I was healthy. Uh, so I had I had a deal done with um, with uh, with mom and dad, being that I will clean both mom's dental dental clinic and dad's dental lab on the same day every other week which is uh, which means that i have a what is it a four day weekend every other week and this is the schedule i will i will be working with in 2022 so this is a big deal and I was really happy to have negotiated that deal, and everybody was happy. And uh, I, uh, and with Christmas coming up at uh, with with Christmas just one two what was it one week away? Yeah, one week away or so. It was uh, and as a thank you to to Dad for a, for a great year, of course, and uh, giving him a proper uh, primer for for Christmas. I naturally had to give my all in making his uh, dental lab look really pretty and and as i said before uh one of one of the degrees that i have is um 
that that I am a am a how do you how do you say this in English? I have no freaking idea. Anyways, um, I'm a graduated dental technician, and a dental technician works at a dental lab, and Dad is the owner of a dental lab. And what happens on a dental lab is that that's where you make the dentures going into the patient's mouths. And before they do, they go to the dentist, okay? So at the dental lab, we make the dentures. The dentures go to, goes to the dental clinics and the, and the dentist makes sure that the dentures are working as designed and as intended in the patient's mouth. And that's how the chain works, okay? And at, uh, at a dental lab, things are uh, dusty, noisy and uh, and it's 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 usually a pretty um, chaotic place because there are tools all over the benches there is there's grinding dust of acrylic uh, metal ceramics uh, you name it debris of uh, of um, uh, what is it uh, plaster yeah that's what it's called plaster gypsum and and bits and chunks of it and it's just a it's it's you have no idea how much uh how noisy and how um <laughs> how messy the the process is of making a, a a a natural looking denture for a for a person and uh and yes i, I could talk about that a whole lot because you know uh, I've been working in that, uh, I, that. That it was supposed to be my career path. Blah blah blah. Anyways, so so the dental a dental lab is a pretty uh, messy place, and uh, even if you try to keep it up, it's it's still dusty and uh, and messy. And so therefore, I come into the picture and keep Dad's dental lab clean. And uh, on this day, I was going to do it. Um, I was turning it up to 12 and I said to myself, this is going to be a special one. Thank you for 2021. I, I basically said, thank you for 2021 by giving him uh, a, a very clean lab. And by the time I was done, I, I hadn't had a proper lunch and I was dehydrated, but I didn't know it. I did it. I didn't know that I was running short on food. Uh, but I was okay with that because I was just happy to have my uh, long weekend coming up, and uh, I had been activated for for all these hours. I, I didn't feel that I didn't feel any hunger, and I didn't feel any thirst. Okay, I, could, I uh, as you know, the human body can live without food for quite some time. But if the if the uh, if the if the if you if you mess up the hydration you're in a pretty bad spot rather quickly. And I did not know just how, uh, what situation I was going in, I was going into. And uh, then on top of that, as I said, it was going to be a double whammy day. So when I was done uh, making dad's lab sparkling, absolutely sparkling, I just had a quick, I, I, I just had a quick snack. I don't remember exactly what I had. Uh, and then I set course for... Uh, set the aim for course for whatever. I I went to mom's dental clinic and cleaned that up, and got home in the evening. And I through th over all these hours, I did not just 
think about how little I how little water I was drinking. And uh, then when I when I go to bed, I feel I feel good. I don't feel anything being off at all. And then I wake up on Thursday with a sore throat. And I'm just like, okay, have I been snoring a lot? Or just like, uh, is something... Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is unusual. I don't feel really bad, but I don't feel good either. I don't feel 100%. I hope I've just been snoring a real lot. Because that has happened... I've, a few times, um, I've heard I've heard mom complaining about me uh, snoring from time to time. Now I live for myself, but when I lived at home, um, and when we were out on trips, uh, I I I got to know that I can snore pretty loud, and when I do, usually it, the the throat is getting rather dry, and I know what that feels. Excuse me. And um, and so when I wake up, I wasn't one hundred percent sure if I was uh, ju- if I just had snored a real lot or not. Uh, and I said, okay, well, I I go up and I have some I have some food and my coffee, and it's uh, most likely just gonna do the trick. <laughs> uh, it, it it still feels bad, and maybe it's getting worse. And as the time went on on Thursday, I was like, no, 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 no. I this is. This is a sore throat, and it's not getting better. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I'm sick. Uh, and as the midnight approached, I was like, "Yo, dude, I am sick. I just don't want to believe it." And and um, from that point on, I was like, "Now I think I know what the next one and a half week is going to be like if the thing hits the fan, so to speak." And um, and at that point, I wasn't 100% sure if I had COVID or not. Uh, it would turn out that I did not have COVID. And that was because I, I, know the, I know how I get my proper man cold. I know what happens when, when the man cold hits me, so to speak. And uh, I had been there before. I, I did notice all the, uh, all the signs were familiar and I could pretty much predict day by day what was going to happen and there was no dry cough there was just this fever and and uh, i was just being miserable and uh, just garbage <laughs> and um, and it was just it was just a cold so that was pretty much that but but it still made a massive dent in in uh, in my creative uh, in my creative flow and uh, you know you know what it's like to be to be ill and uh, what it's like to be sick. Um, sleep schedule is upside down. Appetite is uh, maybe there at best. Um, you're just feeling like garbage most of the time. And uh, and my as my body started to clean up the the mess that the that this virus had had made, I I developed a cough, a wet cough. So. There, right there and then I was like okay um I can I can take um I can take a cold and uh, most of all a wet cough is kind of the best thing that can happen right now because that is just like as far as f- far away from covid that you possibly could get so uh it was the situation was not fun but it could have been bad if I put it that way you know you know what difference I'm kind of getting to here so uh, as a matter of fact 
I, I was just like, okay, yeah, uh, it is what it is. And now I have a ton of time on my on my hands. Uh, I'm coughing every now and then. I can hardly string uh, three or four hours of sleep together in a row. Uh, I for I, I just uh, don't feel like activating myself naturally. Uh, sitting in front of a computer, uh, just out of the question. I just need to be in bed um, and, and just lay as still as I possibly can to, to give my body the best opportunity possible to, to just get rid of whatever is in my body. And um, and here is where this uh, thing takes the turn of damage control. And, and I took this as a massive opportunity. And as I said, I had a lot of time on my hands. I didn't want to activate myself, yet I didn't just want to lay on my back in complete silence and just wait to get healthy again. Because that would uh, that would just be a ticket to insanity. And I said to myself, then maybe film courage material just might be intense enough. That is, it's it's um, it's it's engaging enough to to not be boring and not you know that YouTube intensity that some creators have. Uh, which is just which is just something that you can put up with uh, for 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 one hour at the maximum. Film courage hits perfectly in the middle and perfectly at what I want right there and then in my condition being sick. And uh, here it comes: the the amount of time that I spent listening to. I don't know how much of their material I was listening to, but I was listening to a lot. And I'm talking like dozens of episodes, dozens on dozens of hours worth of um, stories and and uh, advice and almost every imaginable aspect of film and media, uh, of, of film production, like um, screenwriting, and uh, script writing, story structure, all that stuff, and a whole whole lot more. I just consumed so much of it, and um, the you know the 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 sickness it just kept me, uh, it it just kept me awake for so much, uh, for so many hours of every day, that um, you can just start to do the math here and and understand just how much time I had on my hands. And how much of that time I actually uh, spent listening to to the material from Film Courage? I, I I think they had a pretty noticeable bump in their in their graph because there was basically day after day, uh, video after video that I listened to it. Then had some food, had some sleep, woke up and uh, just feeling miserable, uh, putting it on play. And and some of these episodes, some of these pods, they are like three hours long and so I, I could just push play and um, being uh, being in a some you know that fever dream kind of state where you don't really know if you're awake or asleep and whatever and not really sure what you're thinking or not thinking and um, and it was the perfect thing to listen to because it it was just um, a steady stream of great information delivered in the right pace and at the right intensity and with um 
and yeah, it was just uh, it was just great things to listen to all the way through, and that's pretty much what it looked like for for days on end. And eventually we get to, and now we're gonna bring up the calendar here to have a look. We eventually get to the week, the second last week of the year, which is the Christmas Christmas week, and by. 22nd or 23rd I was uh, by rather 21st or 22nd I was 100% sure if I would be in a decent condition enough to to uh, to join mom dad and brother uh, mama papa and brother fader I should say on uh, on Christmas Eve on the 24th as we celebrated here in uh, in Sweden uh in some places of the world, in um, in America, in in USA and uh, the UK, for example, you celebrate it on the twenty fifth, and here in Sweden we celebrate it on the twenty fourth. So, and uh, so so in my case, I was like, will I miss out on Christmas Eve? That really would suck. But at the same time, I don't wanna I don't wanna give uh, my my sickness as a as a Christmas gift to to my family members because that would be a terrible thing. Um, and uh, and of course, I just crossed my fingers and hoped that I would get healthy in time. And by the twenty fourth, um, I was I was I was healthy enough to say that I can I can come I can come and participate, be there on Christmas evening, uh, Christmas Eve rather. But I will need to just be on a safe distance from you guys because I just if if I am if. If there is something, if it's not one hundred percent out of my body, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be sharing it with you. If that's the case, so I, I stayed at a comfortable safety distance from everybody uh, during the entire day, and the twenty fourth and twenty fifth and twenty sixth go by, and I feel better and better all the time. Uh, the cough was still there, uh, but I had um. I had a good amount. I have a good amount of self-control and a good amount of awareness too, which of course isn't uh, coming for free because that takes a quite a lot of. It takes quite a lot of effort from me to uh, to be on the guard for a possible uh, cough attack in the middle of um, a discussion or uh, something that I want to say or uh, any in any kind of given moment. So I really, really um, had to. Uh, keep a good look on my uh keep keep my keep a uh, keep myself under tight observation so that i uh didn't do anything i was not supposed to uh but everything went fine and it turned out to be a, a great uh christmas holiday with everything that you do on a christmas holiday with all the food and uh, the gifts and uh the um, the things that we do in our family uh in uh in a, the the traditions that we have, and uh, and yeah, it was great, and um, and so we get to the last week of 2021, which um, let me see, I'm gonna check my notes. Uh, what do we say here? Uh, yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on, gonna zoom in, and uh, on. Um, that was the that was the Christmas Day week. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
so I I had a I had a I had a hope that the the following week was going to be uh, completely free so that I could do a little bit of anything and everything that I wanted. But turns out that uh, mom and dad needed some help, and uh, so a few days of that uh, of that week turned into a little bit of a work week, and that's just what it's like when you're having a, a small family business, which uh, you know. If you if you didn't know already, mom and dad are uh, are company owners. They are small business owners. Mom is owning a dental cl- mom is owning a dental clinic, and dad is owning the dental lab. So yeah, uh, but that didn't stop me from uh, from uh, some kind of creative duties. Uh, but as I said, I was still in a phase of recovery, and my brain was just badly 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 out of the loop and i just tried to figure out a way to come back and during all this time of course i started to think about i need to i need to get this recording done i need to get episode number six together and get it out there and i was like i'm i'm still i may be in a condition where i can get to the computer and get the notes down but every five but every five minutes if i keep talking at the intensity which i'm talking now I'm going to cough, and it's just going to ruin our recording just so easily. And as you, um, as you've noticed already, uh, I it it probably takes some fifteen minutes every between every kind of studio frog or something. But but imagine like having every few minutes talk 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 and and massive insane cough, uh, and then and then go back to it. It's just like that is that would be the most. Um, a dreadful dreadful the the worst kind of listening experience ever you would just uh hit the hit the uh you would just tap away quicker than i don't know something quicker than a studio frog because they hit hard and fast like they just did right there uh so i kept on my i kept looking at uh, different uh i i kept searching for material that would be uh, in 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 the same vein as in as for as with uh, what is it film courage and all the material that I consumed there and um, and uh, I did manage to find a few pieces of uh, a few pieces of media that were very interesting I found a I found a interview with Hayao Miyazaki. And if that sounds familiar, that's Totoro. Uh, that's Totoro's dad. So my neighbor Totoro. A lot of you are probably familiar with that title, as well as Princess Mononoke, and Spirited Away. Yes. So that is the works of Hayao Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli. And I got to listen to an interview with him in uh, recorded when was it in 2010 i believe in uh, in america in uh, in a in a facility in california and uh, it was really interesting to see uh, to hear his perspective uh, to hear his perspective wow can i please say that in a proper way oh okay i it, yeah it was it was really interesting to hear his per- perspective on things and it really and and after all that 
material I had been listening to from from Film Courage, I started to think that um, I started to kind of get it. Uh, get I st- I kind of started to get another thing uh, confirmed, validated, and that is that depending on who you would ask, if you would ask a Japanese uh, big or small animation studio or a uh, uh, West Coast American animation studio on how to do a great uh, a great movie or a great series, you would get very, very different uh, answers. And, um, and both in both cases, in terms of method and results, you would have uh, quite different quite different processes and uh, the results mm, kind of in the same ballpark for better or for worse. So uh, it was it was really interesting to hear how uh, one of the most famous uh, animators in Japan and one of the most famous creators in Japan, uh, how he, uh, yeah, to hear how he approached his creative process and uh, how they worked at Studio Ghibli. Uh, but that interview was the first of... Um, a series of pieces of material that I found uh, regarding regarding Studio Ghibli and um, and Miyazaki-san, and I found a I found a documentary explaining uh, it was a behind the scenes story of how one of their films came together, and it was really really interesting, uh, and um, it really showed after after everything I had heard. From uh, from film courage and uh, also I, I found a I found a documentary f- that uh, two three documentaries I don't know how many I actually found there let me see there was that one which was of particular interest yeah then there was that other one yeah one from the early nineties and one from the early two thousands and I uh, and I had not seen them any of them before and they were. Uh, it was very, very interesting to see how they worked and uh, and uh, how much of a difference ten year made in in terms of work processes and results and uh, and creative philosophies and so on and so forth. Um, very, very interesting number of observations made and um, and uh, with so so imagine this. All those hours of and all that material from Film Courage being listened to, then this West Coast studio, animator studio, uh, documentaries times two. Yeah, okay. That is a certain process. That is a certain philosophy, and it's and it's present in what they were talking about in 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 um, in Film Courage was echoing into these two films. These uh, these films that were made documentaries on, okay? And then I see this documentary about how one of Studio Ghibli's films come together. And it's just like... It's it's just a completely different process. It's It's not even turned on its head. It's just like the entire... Everything they they uh, they teach, everything they do, 
are in the in the West Coast American studios. It's just like almost everything is out the window. No conventions followed whatsoever. Every film, blank piece of paper, attention to detail, three, four times higher, um, crafting, traditional, uh, and uh, and uh, tradition in there as well. It was just something else and the and the and then of course the fact that i i wasn't 100% sure if they if if studio ghibli at that point when when that uh, when that movie was made and that was um around the 2010 mark ish okay not going to be too precise here uh but i wasn't 100% sure if they were working in a, with a digital process or if they were animating on cells celluloid but but it turns out they they worked even then when disney had long given up their uh their hand-drawn uh animation departments studio ghibli was still doing it in this modern day and i just sat there and just almost couldn't believe my eyes i was like this is they are doing what most people would probably say is just backwards uh what would you call it what would you call it inefficient and uh, and uh who is going to put up with this um and and i don't know everything you could say about traditional uh animation techniques they were doing it just as if time had st- uh, had been standing still at least in the animation department then everything else that had to do with sound was di- full on digital but it was it was still uh i mean it was still hand drawn animation on cells for for that particular movie it was just like oh my gosh crazy um and I, I, you could you could look any you could look left to right in in miyazaki san's um uh, cubicle and and the ones neighboring it and it was just there was not a computer screen and it's just insane and they even said in that episode that they they had tried to have digital animation done but they were still quicker thanks to their crafting skills and um uh and thanks to their crafting and thanks to their skills they were still quicker than uh than uh uh somebody doing it on a computer so they are extremely good at their craft and i can tell you already that uh, it is uh miyazaki-san is is such a in such an interesting person in in many regards his philosophies are just absolutely one of a kind and um and uh yeah it's just like that his whole philosophy on how to uh how to give life to to animation it's just it's just something else it's really really interesting and uh everyone is doing it their way but he is the way he's doing it is just like uh it's it's so uh it's so unique that's that's probably the best way i can describe it it's so unique uh and anybody into animation uh learning animation check out whatever piece of material you can of this man because you will just you will learn a lot it's it's insane it's it's just it's just really really interesting and um 
what else is there to say? Uh, yeah, massively inspired. And, um, and it turns out that he has a great sense of, uh, he has a great, what is it called? His observational skills are just insane. Uh, they are just on a whole nother level. And, um, and with all of this said, I, I, I went on a little bit of, um, uh, fanboy, uh, fanboy rant here, but for good reason, because, you know, (laughs) he's a master at his craft, you know? And, uh, and so when, when I had had, um, when I had a look at the material, some of the material from, uh, from uh, Studio Ghibli and the back, the behind-the-scenes process of how they were working, the attention to detail, and 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 oh geez, uh, it was just it was just one thing after the other uh, that just that just screamed attention to detail. The attention to detail, man, it's just like oh my gosh, it's 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 just crazy. And then here it comes, going back and watching what I thought was good animation from uh, from the modern era uh, from this West Coast studio. Uh, in America, I was like, oh my gosh, I can see Miyazaki-san just pointing at so much here and saying that this is not natural, this is not how people behave, this is not, this. these people are rather staring into their, in into the sketchbooks rather than looking at real life, they are not paying attention, they are just doing this and that. I could definitely see him uh, s- saying all of this because it's it's just that all all of what I just said is in his animations work, okay? So everything leaving his studio has his approval and it has that flair, and it just uh, and it just wasn't there in the West Coast studio case. It doesn't mean now. Big big thing I really want to point out here is that in the case of in the case of uh, the West Coast material, American West Coast material, what I'm not, what I'm saying here is that they they are not producing bad films just because they don't have the exact same uh, crazy amount of attention to detail. It's one way of doing it. I really, and the, here, this is the big takeaway here. There are so many ways to do to do great media. You can be, you can do it any way you want. And uh, there are so many ways to, to, to provide a great experience that there are almost no right or there, that there is almost no right or wrong, which is really cool. But at the same time, there are a few limits, as per always. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, it was, it was really, really interesting. And, um, and that th- all these discoveries has been uh, massive... Uh, has become a massive point of reference and it will be it will be uh of major use everything i heard from film courage everything i heard i heard miyazaki-san talking about um it will be of massive use and uh but but that but at that point in in late december i wasn't 100 percent sure exactly how um how things would um uh, how all these all this information was going to translate into improvements but it but in a few days as i got back into my creative loop things started to 
it started to show that I had done my homework. And uh, I don't know if I will get to it in this update, but uh, we will keep going and see if I will mention it. Um, because this part of the uh, this part of the episode is um, is pretty much just going to be based off a few lines of um, of notes, and everything else will be just improvisation. And miraculously, I've covered how many? Excuse me, I'm just gonna whoa! I'm just gonna have a look here. I've covered three weeks now worth of events. At three and a half weeks in two hours. Okay. And the student frogs, I'm not letting them ruin it. I'm not letting them ruin it. Okay. So that's pretty significant. But of course, with me being uh, ill, be, being sick for, for so long, it's just like, yeah, it, it leaves a dent in, the, in this material as well. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm done. I still have a few more weeks to talk about, yes, and um, and as if I hadn't consumed enough documentaries already, I was like, okay, uh, what else is there? What else is out there that I maybe should watch? Or rather, that was what YouTube was thinking because they, of course, had to recommend a number of great things to look at, and one of those things was another. Again, documentary of how an animated series came together. And uh, of all the discoveries I made in 2021, this was probably one of the biggest. Because the production value of this particular documentary was just outstanding. It was glorious. Absolutely glorious. And... Um, and it 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 wasn't just the the people that were involved back in the day speaking in front of the camera the 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 editing was perfectly on point they were showing assets from from the show in in this documentary they were showing how they worked where they worked the people involved uh uh photos from the moments where the recordings were taking place uh and and just uh and and uh, they were talking about the philosophies going into each and every part of the of of the soundtrack the backgrounds the characters the character designs the background designs the 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 philosophy of time and place um overall tone and i just keep go and i just can go on and on and on it was just a f- absolutely glorious experience for somebody like me that uh, that enjoy uh, the behind-the-scenes process as much as I love the final product. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, that was just a massive, massive jackpot. And, uh, and uh, it was just like, man, I can see myself in uh, <laughs> in, the, in in their positions because they were starting out pretty much like a ragtag team of people. And and they had the backing of a big uh, West Coast uh, American West Coast studio, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna make a, we're gonna make an animated series." Okay, uh, we have never done this before, so let's have fun, I guess. And uh, and um, they uh, they took the the company involved took a calculated risk, but it paid off massively. 
it's it has gone down in history as a pretty legendary thing, at least in um, at least that's what they uh, they say themselves. Um, uh, and uh, everybody is um, pretty much everybody is a big fan of their own work. So uh, yeah, that that's that was kind of expected. But but the the fact still remains. You can objectively look at this thing and listen to this thing even. Um, because the music in it was just, oh, it was good, absolutely great, and um, and the voice acting was also really good, absolutely on point, and uh, and you can just say that, yeah, from a production standpoint, this is just really, really well made, and it's a great place to look for for our team of uh, Wolves of Cecilia, um, because it is just so many things that are similar but still quite different. And um, if they could do it, um, we should we should be able to. We also should be able to. And the interesting thing was that uh, Milky knew about this uh, series and had been watching some of these, uh, some of these episodes. And uh, so had I uh, back in the day uh, because I had seen it once. And um, and some of these episodes, they are just so freaking messed up you, that you have no idea. And um, that was kind of the aim with um, with this series that it was going to be. Uh, it was pretty. It was you see the the thing with this series was that it was pretty much a reaction, a counter reaction to decades of um, just mellow, predictable, watered down. Uh, animation early Saturday morning, uh, early early Saturday morning uh, animations, and all, everyone involved was pretty much like we want to do something that is as diametrically opposed to that as possible. It is going to be its own thing, and it's it's going to be uh, something that people did not expect and have never seen before in a in a and executed in a fashion that that few think would be um possible and they did it and it still looks and sounds absolutely fantastic you can just look back at every piece of it and, and it's just like it's it's glorious it's really glorious it's really glorious and um and yeah so uh, massive discovery, and I will go back and look at that a number of times over to make sure that that uh, we are not missing anything. And uh, especially as we are getting into uh, finding out the color and tone, that is going to be a major point of inspiration for a number of reasons that I cannot talk about. But once the material hits the internet, once the Walsh Cecilia material hits the internet. Uh, and when you start to see the, um, when we start to tease the the final look of episode one, you're probably going to see, to see um, what kind of uh, what kind of uh, stuff we were inspired by, and uh, at least that's my aim. I have a um, lot of work ahead of me before I even can can get there. But I tell you. Man, 2022 is gonna be quite the ride in that regard. It is, uh, it's going to be brutal, 
but it's going to be so interesting to just figure it all out and present pre- present this all to you. It's uh, I'm I'm just so looking forward to it. I'm just saying bring it on and and let's go for it. So it begins uh well the the whole to to put it like this, the whole sickness thing very disruptive and I'm also in the middle of a car purchase which has been uh, making things go a little bit sideways as well. Let me see if I have any other notes here. Um, yeah, that was that. And uh, we have had... A, yeah, I had... Um, uh, I was hanging out with uh, mom and dad and my brother quite a lot during the Christmas holiday. And here's the thing. That's why we celebrate Christmas. It's to meet people to the best of our abilities. Now with COVID, it's, um, it's, it's sometimes... It's sometimes a broken mess for some people, uh, but fortunately here in Sweden, we uh, in in our family and where we live, out here in the middle of nowhere, uh, we can still pretty much live as we've always done, and um, and looking at the things going on in different parts of the world, it's just like. It feels surreal that uh, some people are having such a dramatically different every day than than us, and it's just like uh, I don't know. But before we get into uh, too far into that discussion, I still want to keep the focus on what's going on over here. Um, but anyways, that's that's the nature of Christmas holidays, and we did all the Christmas things and. New Year's Eve was a. Uh, I would just take that really briefly with my brother. Um, so mom and dad are going to a couple of relatives to uh, to celebrate New Year's uh, Eve with them, and me and my brother we have uh, both uh, we have uh, Mama Fader's and Papa Fader's house all for ourselves, and uh, then we also have of course my house and the DJ studio where I haven't been up until that day I probably hadn't been in there for 10 months or the entire year and I promised my brother to give him a proper new year's eve set and uh, and uh, and so it, I started out in uh, I started out at home with uh, I started out at home at mom and dad's house with um, with a lot of Commodore 64 tunes because, uh, yeah, I've been listening to a whole lot of that during 2021 and uh, it, it had left a lot of footprints on my on my works and, um, and yeah, so lots of Commodore 64 tunes. Then we jumped into my car and we got over here and, uh, and, uh, we got here a little bit later than than I actually wanted because I I managed to fell asleep. Uh, I managed to fall asleep after mom and dad went to went to those relatives, and I really needed it because my sleep schedule was still in the process of stab- stabilizing. So um, I woke I wake up from this nap and I have a little bit of um, sugary bubbly drink and we play these tunes in, in the living room of mom and dad's house. Then we go over here and I say, and I say to my brother, okay, let's rock and roll um, and, uh, and uh, take that chair and sit in the door opening of the DJ studio because I, uh, smooth brain me, 
of course, had to put the DJ studio into one of the smallest rooms of the house and uh, with the most ridiculous sound system you probably one of the most ridiculous sound systems that you will find in in our town period and uh, and i was like now we're going to now we're gonna rock like for real and uh, i played a number of different tunes and i was just uh it was a we had a we had a great time and um and i I looked at the clock and it got uh, and it turned to 11 in the evening then it was quarter past 11 then it was half uh, half past 11 and i was like oh my gosh i have no idea if we if we will make it to back to mama faders and papa faders house on time to uh to pop our uh bubbly do and and um and and have our new year's um uh, clinking glass moment and that kind of stuff um but I said, okay, yeah, we just gotta, we got, we just gotta get going, and we jump into the car, and then the time is like four minutes to midnight, and I'm just like, I, dude, I, I'm afraid that we will have, uh, we, it will be midnight before we get home, and uh, yeah, that was the case. So we are in the middle of the town, and there are just fireworks absolutely everywhere. The sky is lit up with uh, with fireworks, and uh, we're we're driving through the town as this is happening, and uh, and on on the most one of the most iconic bridges it, on on one of the most iconic bridges of the town. We are with my car as the turn as the clock turns to zero uh, to uh, midnight. And and we're just like okay, uh, so we kind of we kind of botched the whole kind of clinking glass in the uh, in the living room moment with uh, with the bubbly do thing, but we're here on the on this bridge and all around us is fireworks and it's just beautiful. So I was like, yeah, I've done the I've done that uh, living room thing a number of times over, but you know, right here now I don't want to be anywhere else because this is just amazing. And the final stretch up to um for for some part of the final stretch up to Mama and Papa Fader's house, I was uh honking the horn. I didn't have I didn't have any. We didn't have any fireworks. We didn't have time to to step out of the car to do something. We just needed to get home uh, and and all that. But but I can still use I can still use the horn. So I uh, <laughs> so I tooted quite a lot as um, as I was um, going through the uh, the middle of the town, which was pretty hilarious. Anyways, so uh, so yeah, New Year's Eve was pretty lit. And, uh, and, uh, as I said, also, I want to mention it really quickly that I had, um, I, I'm in the middle of a car purchase and I'm not going to harp on the whole car thing a whole lot. This has been a massive, uh, sidetrack already, which is kind of not related to, uh, the back story, back behind the scenes kind of thing. Um, but yeah, uh, two days later that on the, on the Sunday, the, what is it? Third was it the third second of uh january we're going get, we're going down to gothenburg to um to drop off uh brother fader at his uh, apartment because he's uh, he's living there and not not up here in uh, in my town where i'm living that's a 2 hour drive away and uh, when we got down to gothenburg we also took the opportunity to to take a look and a test drive of a honda civic and I'm very likely, 
I'm I, I will probably have a Honda Civic Type R uh, model year 2008 2011 ish uh, before April I think uh, maybe even next week depending on how things are going we were supposed actually we were supposed to be uh, in uh, in another town today and having a look at a very good example uh, and uh, but but the weather messed it all up so we had to push it forward to next week but anyhow so the second of second uh, of January we're going down to this uh, dealer in um, in Gothenburg and having a look at the the civic standing there okay so that was a handful of uh, interesting <laughs> if I put it that way. Uh, and the first thing I, as a car guy, I already said that I'm an uh, I'm a graduated uh, auto technician, and with specialization in uh, vehicle electrics and electronics. First thing coming down there, I see the car on idle, and I'm like, okay, um, that is the first kind of smoke. That's the first kind of sign of trouble, possible trouble, because I don't know if if it was a mess to start or if the battery was completely flat and they had to start boost the whole thing. And uh, yeah, one thing led to another and uh, uh, we eventually um, left without the Civic. It was standing there and and I returned home empty-handed but quite happy because that car... And it was not worth what the price they were asking. I didn't bother to negotiate. Uh, there were a number of things being just off. And I just, it, it pretty much, it could have been a very good, um, scruffy, uh, daily car kind of deal if the maintenance records were in check. But they were not. So I wasn't 100% sure if uh, if that car was a um, good long-term purchase. And considering just how much they asked for it and the fact that they had no... Um, they, they, it didn't... In the price was... There, there wasn't studded tires included. And studded tires in our part of Sweden is a must. Because they, it can get icy, which it was on New Year's Eve actually. Because at one point where where I stand, where I needed to stop at an intersection, my my wheels were standing still, but my car was, but my old Mercedes, it was sliding. It was that was pure ice. It was so slippery, you have no idea. And so anything without studded tires, it would slide, and you would be just a just a helpless brick. And uh, and yeah, so so that Civic, uh, no studded tires, and it was just a sus thing on sus thing. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was just um, it was a just the tiny details that di- that uh, that threw it off. But that the most the 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 final straw. I really gotta share this with you before I before I start to um, go into this week's of uh, this week worth of events. Um, it was that I, I said to myself, "Okay, I gotta have a look in the engine bay because if uh, you can you can have a pretty uh, scruffy car, but if the engine bay looks okay, uh, it's probably a well maintained car, uh, despite all the indications that you get, or it, it it will at least excuse me give you some kind of idea of what you're dealing with, what what kind of car you're looking at." Okay, so I opened the hood. 
and look to the right and and the left, and it's quite grimy and dirty. Not not a disaster. I've seen worse, but it's still just like not the right kind of impression. Then my eye is spotting something in the in the um, in the plastic sill on top of the engine bay. So um, so when you close the hood, there's this piece of plastic meeting uh, the lower part of the windshield. And there, there's a little space there where things can fit. And for whatever reason, my eyes are catching this wrench. There's a wrench lying there. And it's rusty. It, it has rust spots on it. And I'm just like, I can't hold it back. I'm starting to laugh. And I'm just looking at that and I'm saying, oh, dude, this is just too good. This is just too good. And, uh, and I just... Um, close the hood and just give it that give it that tap to make sure that it's locked and I'm just like dad I just uh, dude I'm not doing this <laughs> I'm just not doing this and um and yeah that's that was the moment when I just realized that yeah this thing is just uh, nah it's no 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 just no <laughs> just no uh oh boy yeah it was um, rather meme worthy this this other one that I'm looking at right now it's a completely different story. It's uh, about twice the money, but it's like uh, twice the condition as well. Of course, it's it's really pretty. So next week, we'll see. We'll see. Anyhow, we're talking about the scenes behind the scenes of Wolves of Cecilia. What was there? What else was there to talk about? Um, yes, we are. I'm going to look at the notes over here. Yes, that was. This week, what have I done this week? It's just blanking on me as I'm saying it. Well, I haven't been in the media studio. Oh, yeah. Actually, um, Sunday the 2nd, I was actually... We were actually in the media studio. I almost forgot. I hope I, I hope you guys are still listening. Um, (laughs) Uh, because that was a little bit of, bit of an offshoot, but I um, but you also needed an explanation of where where I've been for this time, and um, we actually had a pretty sick double C sick session last Sunday together with um, when I say we it was Vio me and Milky. And we did discuss a number of improvements of, excuse me, <coughs> of episode one, of course. Um, but the the things going on in scene zero, part two. And you remember I said that a number of panels that I drew, eh. and you you might remember that a number of panels that I drew, they were going to be thrown out. And um, and uh, this is the moment where it happened. So we were discussing an uh, an upgrade pack, as it were, for for the first scenes of of episode one. And it was of a significant magnitude because the things that Milky had added and removed, it was just of a completely. It was just like. A completely new script writing Milky at work. It was just a massive step forward in 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 quality and in uh, in philosophy of what was going on, and um, 
it was just like uh, it was just exactly what we needed when we needed it and um, we still have some tiny 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 adjustments to do but the but the most but most of those parts that we need to have in place are in place right now and i was sitting there in the media studio as we were going through all of this material and discussing it and i was applauding and saying uh, and and cheering and say yes 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 this is exactly what we need uh super impressed and all that stuff. I was really, really happy to hear what uh, Milky had to present. And as a matter of fact, the first part of the episode is uh, indeed going into the direction of being uh, super tight and super focused and uh, just exactly where it needs to be. And uh, we also managed to get some, uh, some new concept art down as well or or we it was entirely milky at work there because i still struggled to kind of get back into my creative uh to to get back into my digital groove because i haven't been uh, hadn't been on uh, uh in the media studio for a long long time and um i'm going back here to um i'm going back here to the to the chat and uh, to the to the production server and have a look. And uh, what else? What was it here? Was it this one? Scrolling down, yeah. So there was one of those scenes that we really that had a number of one of those moments that had a number of changes. And I was like, yeah, this is this is cool. But I think this this uh what was your idea here? I asked Milky and she was like, oh yeah, um how about this? And I was like, ah well we need m- more oomph here. We need uh, a bit of something something. And uh Milky said, well then we can do this. And I was like, yeah, this is interesting. But now if you would draw it, what would it be like? I kind of have an idea in my head. Then a scribble, 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 and Milky passes it pass is passing it along. And uh plug plug plug. It's on uh, her her Patreon if you're um if you're if you have the right support here, then you can see this uh, concept art there. Just saying, uh, and um, and uh, then I was like, oh yeah, okay, but 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 I, I I have this vision in my mind, and I did a quick little scribble, and uh, it worked kind of well. And uh, then Milky said, oh okay, yeah, but then this I can tweak a little bit, and a few tweaks later we got the final. We we got the second edition of that uh, of of that um, concept art, and it was like something which was good. Just all of a sudden, turned into just like, yeah, that's that's the one, <laughs> that's the one, and uh, yeah, very very excited, of course. And um, yes, on that on that trajectory, we are. And let's see what else happened this past week. What what happened this past week? I'm thinking and I'm thinking. Eh, Nothing immediate springs to mind, I believe. Let me have a quick look. 
I know this is an unusual episode in that kind of regard. Usually, this is a little bit uh, tighter, but it, it is what it is. Uh, gonna check the messages real quick. As I said... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. So, I proposed a few things. I was voicing some thoughts to Milky regarding what we have in the early parts of uh, of the um, uh, of the episode already and I said well we need to do some tweaks and we are going we might need to I, I would suggest rather that we do some tweaks or just contemplate on tweaking a few few things tiny tiny things um, because I said to myself okay we 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 got to be very close. We have to be super duper close to where we should be. But I'm just like, why is it that I feel like this, this, and that needs just a tiny nudge? But but how? And and we are still in that situation that we haven't yet figured out. Uh, figured out how to do it. But I have. Um, uh but i have at least uh discussed it and we have been sending out the uh the current version of the upgrade pack so to speak for the first part of the episode uh and that is um scene 0 part 1 and 2 as well as scene 2 some upgrades to scene 2 uh to our, to some, to, we have been sending it to two bit, bit, uh, beta readers. How do you pronounce that properly? Beta readers. Beta? Beta? Beta readers? Okay. And um, we got uh, very good indications that it's on point and um, some excitement sprinkled on over that, of course. Um but I was like, okay, yeah, that is that is really great. But I'm still like, well, we need to keep looking for, we need to get this kind of detail right. And we started, I started to hone in uh, to zoom it to to pinpoint exactly where we where we need to look. And I found, I, I rediscovered something I I watched a long time ago. And uh, a long time ago, uh, a while, a good while back, but I said, in this particular piece of uh, animation, we have a particular character, or two characters even, doing a particular thing really well. And I'm just like, we need to figure out how to do this ourselves. And I said, this is a great point of reference, regardless of... Um, um, re regardless of... Um, the flavor of it, so to speak. This is uh, a great point of reference. And then I, in, in during this week, I asked mom and dad a few inconspicuous questions, and got some very good in, uh, got some very good answers, and um, which led me onto a very interesting trail, which in turn will allow us to allow me. Uh, to approach uh, writing certain characters in a, in a very um, 
in a very in a much more appropriate in not appropriate is the word what is it called in a much more correct kind of way if i put it that way and um and it has opened a trail that will be very usable as we are going deeper into the plot of Wolves of Cecilia and everything that will be going on uh, in bet- between characters and between different factions, if I just put it really like um, uh, unspecific. Uh, I also traded a few ideas on uh, how things could be developed from there, and I opened up a number of plot ideas and as this week has been going on i've i've noticed that um i uh, maybe it's a fluke we will see but i it just might be that all the homework that i've done all the observations that i've made all the things that i've asked all the things that we have been discussing it's that it's finally starting to show it's it's um finally starting to show its result in in me coming up with uh, plot points that are um, that are that could be something that would fit the story pretty well, and it's it's not the it's not the first time I've I've come up with a few particular ideas. I've been pitching a number of things to Milky in the past, and it has worked. Uh, but but I would if I if I judge my own performance, I'm just like this is go taking things. Uh, little bit further i can't really put the finger on exactly how but it's it's this um it's a combination of of things that i could not combine before which i all of a sudden kind of start to piece together and and that is really exciting so we will see where all that is going and um and uh yeah that's pretty much everything i can say about that uh also uh, yeah as i as i said we we planned to go to we planned to go out of town today to have a look at that civic but we didn't and that made a that was a pretty big change of plans it was looking for the longest of time as if we would do it but uh the weather gods turned entire western sweden into a big um piece of ice cream everything is wet uh, uh white with snow everywhere and uh, we just uh, said that no it's not safe to go out of town today we're just staying home taking it next week okay so is there anything more to say uh is there anything more to say now before i start to before i uh before i start to wrap this episode up uh let me check the notes yes there are a few questions that uh, my good friend Volkai, also a figurant in uh, Azerhal Reborn, uh, however, he is not in episode one, but he is a, he is at least cast as a figurant, just like me, in Azerhal Reborn, and uh, he had a number of um, questions that he asked uh, the week that I thought that I would be recording this um, the 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 week there in in december second week in december when i thought that i was going to be where when i when i hoped to record this pod excuse me disgusting anyways 
I always manage to beat down the studio frogs before they beat down me. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, the house always win, they say. And, um, and uh, yes, so he had a few questions, and I will get to them right away. So, gonna zoom in. And, uh, yes, so he asked me, what are the five ideas you had precisely? And then uh, Volkai is wondering, uh, he's he's thinking about those, I'm gonna zoom out here and zoom in up here. It was about those five ideas that I presented in early December for Milky back in back when we started to uh, back when we finally got onto onto the right track with scene zero. And uh, so yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, since since you were asking, I of course gonna answer and just not be like give the and, and ju- not be the <laughs> douchebag creator and go like, well, just rewind and have a listen. Ugh. Of course, I'm gonna. I, of course, I'm not going to do that, and I'm gonna give you a, a good reply. So, what were these five ideas then? Okay, so the two of them were were uh, some filler content, uh, uh, some some suggestions on how to do a bit of filler or just add-on to a particular scene. And uh, they were going to be uh, funny in nature. And uh, I I was pretty happy with... Um, I was... One of those ideas, it's just like, yeah, that's just that's just hilarious. I When I presented it, uh, Vaya just uh, burst it out in laugh immediately. It was just like the most... Uh, <laughs> it, it worked he liked it and uh, milky did too of course but we will see if we can uh, if we can fit it into into that part of the episode we will see about that um but uh yeah <laughs> it, it's 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 pretty crazy i think it belongs there uh but but then of course uh you have to keep in mind that just because just because it's a great idea doesn't mean that it's good or at least if I put it if I put it like this, if just because I come up with an idea, just because I feel um, excited excited about it, it doesn't mean that it's good, and it doesn't mean even if it's good that it fits because it it has to it has to make sense. It has to be there for a specific reason, and uh, and not just because eh, whatever. It has to be. Uh, yeah, we're just not leaving anything to. Uh, we how, how do you say that how do you say that um we're not leaving anything to chance that's right so two of these were comedic uh things and one of them is a panel which is very very likely to make it it's pretty much already decided that it will make uh, will it will be making it all the way to the final footage uh because that later latest um panel that i was talking about um where where i said that there it is there it is that moment um and that panel is uh it's it's a it's a second version of what i have what i drew uh back on the 5th of december so that is one of them and uh, it's it's not funny in nature uh at all 
and um, and it's a uh, yeah that's um, uh, when I'm saying not funny at all it's just like uh, uh, well 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 how should I say this it's it's kind of um, mm, uh, well, it's not. It's not humor. That's I, I, that I can tell right away. It's uh, it's doing a particular kind of job, if I put it that way. Right there, we go. Um, idea number three. That one, un, uh, unfortunately for me, like my ego, me. Uh, but fortunately enough for the story, and fortunately enough for for you, the viewers and and the fans. This one is scrapped. I was very happy with how this turned out. I mean, at the sketch stage and how quickly I got there. I'm really proud of that one. And uh, we'll see if I can just uh, if I if maybe can repurpose it. Uh, depending on depending on things, uh, we will see about that. Um, but that one is uh, capturing a particular moment, which was going to be. Uh, in in the second part of scene zero, it was going to be a uh, uh, it was going to be a, sp- a special kind of moment, and it's it's the way that it's set up is um, is uh, carefully chosen for a number of reasons, and uh, it's um, and uh, yeah, it was it's it's an it's a good one, but it doesn't belong in the episode. That's just the way it works. And finally, number five is um, kind of still... Ver- it's it's still kind of relevant because the idea there is that uh, we have... Uh, we, we have... Uh, on, 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 the, on the thumbnail that Milky drew, that was like the same idea, but in, in the most... in, in the most... Um, efficient way drawn in the most efficient way possible in in my panels that i did as an add-on i expanded upon that idea and i just i predified it and i was like okay yeah so this is this is what the initial the initial idea was but we now need to have a better look and understanding of what the final thing might be and i was like okay reference material check uh this check and then draw and voila we have something that looks something which could kind of uh make it to uh to a storyboard animatic stage and uh, from there we have uh, it evolved even further and yeah this this last sunday i i managed to find um a real world location which is bang on for um for for where scene zero is going to take place and milky was like she was uh really impressed by uh how how close this one was to uh her vision and uh, the the way that everything um that uh, the entire process of finding this place and uh, working on the basics of setting up the the shots and uh, so on and so forth and um, yeah it was just uh, uh, that's 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 the evolution of these things so we will see who will draw the final uh, who who will draw the final panels uh, and 
who will be doing exactly what but but the thing is that we that that uh, what started out with a rather crude frame is going to end with a very satisfying um with a very satisfying shot i can tell you that already so really looking forward to board that out and and push that all that stuff closer to closer to completion oh man there's just uh there's just a lot of exciting work ahead it's it's going to be a lot of work but it's going to be great work i can tell you that already so yeah that's that's that one i hope you enjoy i hope you got your questions answered to some degree i can't spoil but that is close that's a that's a that's as much information that i can deliver okay second question from volkai is how many episodes are planned uh my answer is many are planned we could be at work all day every day for 10 years easily so with that said that's a that's a rather broad answer but i i think you can kind of make the logic and i'm not exactly sure how much i can say about this particular uh particular detail but we will have if if um if milky's vision would come true it this regardless if we would do it on a small team or a big team uh with all the funding and budget etc it would still be um we would still be we would still be occupied for uh all day every day for 10 years easily it's just like uh yeah it it says quite a lot about the ambition level this is uh long haul material for sure and that's also why we take the time and attention and effort here to to really make sure that things are starting out right and let's hear excuse me (coughs) okay so question three from Volkai also. How do you separate the work in the team? Who is doing what? And that it <clears throat> and that of course is a great question. Because I guess that a lot of you are wondering who's doing who is indeed doing what and how many we are in the team and so on and so forth. So I took my time to do quite a quite a breakdown of what's going on, uh, of all the numbers in terms of crew. And then it sounds something like this. We have in total, on the production server, we have 34 people now, and uh, 10, 13 people involved in script writing. Then we have about 20 into, we have, as my notes are saying, 20 people into voice acting. Uh, me and Milky is currently the ones who are doing all things visuals, which uh, is divided as follows. Um I will be taking care of visual effects, final composition, uh, and uh, what else was there? Um, s- storyboarding and video editing duties. And not, we, we, we will see how we will split the video editing kind of thing uh, because that could be very well made. That That is something, a, a duty that could be split. But when it comes to animation, of course, uh, Milky is the most experienced of the two of us and she will uh, do a lot of animation and has done so far all animation that is on the timeline it's all by all with her two hands so it's a significant amount of material being animated by her and it will be a lot of animation being me 
a lot of animation will be made by her by the end of uh, the production cycle of episode one. But with that said, I'm still... I'm in a position where I'm slowly, slowly, slowly going to um, have my uh, material... Uh, or rather, my material... The material that I produce will be part of um, of the development. So, so what you do in... Um, the, the way we will be planning it, the, the, what we will try to do, test even, because we haven't really got there yet, because we, we still have, um, because of priorities and and life in my case, uh, I, man, that, that week really was disruptive uh, when, when I was sick, that one and a half week. Uh, but uh, anyways, what, what you need to know is that... Um, uh, I will be animating in some way or another, and uh, if it's me finishing the animation, or Milky finishing the animation, or a joint effort, uh, it will probably vary a whole lot depending on where we are in the timeline, what needs to be done, the complexity of it, and so on and so forth. And and as time goes, uh, and as time goes on, it will crystallize that uh, who where the strength strengths and weaknesses are for for both of us and uh, it's going to be really interesting to to find um the best way to use our uh to use our skill sets and uh, get a great episode together so yeah it's uh, that's really interesting um but as as i said uh me and milky we carry a lot of we carry we do carry the the visuals so far, and um, and uh, that brings us to the whole aspect of sound, where uh, Jordan Erring is the is our guy for orchestral music. Uh, me and Vio, we are both into uh, as a unit into EDM. Uh, electronic dance music and sound design and uh, Erring, uh, Jordan Erring, he, he said that um, he wanted to focus on music 100% and uh, he would happily leave everything sound design and audio mixing to uh, to me and Vio and in my case that brings me to um, my part here with, um, with the whole uh, in the audio in the audio realm sorry Studio Frogs So, um, in my case, it's um, as in a production, in a production sense, I'm into EDM strictly, but I love all kinds of music, of course. Um, then, I'm also the audio engineer. That is, I am the I am the guy which will piece together all the voice acting, all the special effects, uh, all the music, and put it together into a, a pleasing thing to listen to that hits hard when it needs to hit hard. Uh, that hits hard when it needs to hit hard and that sounds right uh, in every given moment so that are my duties but then we also got to remember that um vio on his on his um as a as the um, one-man producer that he is he's um into edm 
massively, but he's also got an eye on hybrid orchestral music. And that is something I, uh, I'm i not into yet, I could kind of say. We will see if I will give it a uh, some kind of interest. It's it's not really my cup of tea. I still, I'm just like, yeah, uh, well, I, I, could, I could see myself do it. Uh, but it's I, I don't maybe have that kind of uh, I don't have that urge right now to do it so uh, or or explore it further so I'm just like mm. we will see where that goes but but still um, that's that's the that's the way that is and uh, that brings us to the unit of me Vio and Jordan Erring and what we can do together because when you combine um all the skill that we have in uh, in uh, in audio and music production that is an unknown but very exciting territory and uh, and by the uh, on release day of episode 1 you're going to get a good taste of what we are capable of as a unit, but also as individuals. And it's going to be absolutely amazing to just, uh, to, to pull, to, uh, to, to just put it out there and, uh, and see what you think. We are all just so excited about it. And, um, yeah, <laughs> count on us. We will deliver a proper experience. Okay. That brings us to question number four. Are there enough resources, parenthesis, Patreons, uh, Patreons software, recording video, montage stuff, and all things you have to work, or do you lack something, any issues? Uh, okay, so let me rephrase that a little bit. Um, are there enough resources for, for the project, or do we lack something at some position? And uh, and as I said, since since me and Milky we carry a lot of the 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 visual, we we exclusively carry the visuals so far. Um, we naturally would want to have some kind of assistance if the right person uh, can be found. That is, and before we before we get there, uh, we need to figure out the color and tone for for the episode or or not just the episode but the entire series we have a lot of really tricky uh, decisions to be made here and um, it's it's um, it's it's so fundamental to get right and it's um, so many things that has to be accurately uh, there there's so much precision involved so that um we are not currently in a position where we are like ready to put out a casting call with all the work that comes with it, um, because we are not one hundred percent sure of what things are going to look like. We have our general idea of what we will try at a first in the first stage, uh, but but beyond that point, it's uh, it's still nothing is yet decided. So until that moment, we will most likely be unless somebody is blowing our minds away if somebody is posting the right kind of stuff in the right kind of place we don't want to spoil anything we don't want to jump on a path that is um 
just 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 uh, in the case of effect. That is, um, if we uh, if we just get a sudden idea that oh man. Uh, this might work and then initiate a conversation and then just change our minds a few weeks later. That is just a waste of time for everybody involved. Nobody will be happy. So um, tricky situation. And in order to get that visuals, in order to get all things visuals right, you really have to understand the the universe. And that means uh, you got to start at the bottom and work, your, work yourself up pretty much. And... Um, and uh, that's um, and that's just the way it is. And it takes time to learn this, and it takes time to get on board. And if that is not one, and if that not if that's not done right, then um, we will most likely have something which is not one hundred percent compatible with um, with uh, what the what the source material. Um, can become if I put it that way. It's a little bit tricky to explain, but I think you get I think you get the idea. Uh, that's uh, that's for everything that has to do with all things stylistically speaking, and especially backgrounds. Uh, but then, in case of animators, um, in betweeners, for example, the the people making the 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 motions, so to speak, so that you have. Um, to if you if you're not familiar with the concept of keyframes, then I'm going to give you a quick introduction. So and and in betweens, of course. So um, let's imagine that I put my right hand out to, um, or I'm 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 doing a walk. Okay, um, you have you you see a human from the side walking. And if you play the animation in, when complete, everything is just like, yeah, left foot, right foot, and uh, arms are swinging and all that, okay? Now, if you would, if you would turn that into keyframes, you would have um, one foot being uh, in the front, and you would have an arm, one arm to the front, the other arm to the back, and next keyframe would be vice versa that is just like over 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 simplified uh, but you have these two extreme you have two these two points that are uh, that needs to be connected in some kind of way and that's that's the basic 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 super duper basic concept of keyframes then what you do there from there rather what you do from there is breakdowns breakdown poses where that um, where the where you can start to see uh, the different motions being turned into animated individual frames, but that's but that's not enough. You have to go even further than that in order in order to make a smooth motion, and that's where uh, in betweeners come in, and they make all the frames in between those breakdown poses and connecting the. Uh, the breakdown poses with the keyframes, and as a matter of fact, you get your animation. All right, so so that part, that is uh, very much just labor work, and uh, that kind of animation uh, animator position is something that uh, would be necessary. Um, maybe not right now, as we are still in um, we're still in quite a lot of storyboarding, and we're making uh we are we are remaking um quite 
significant amount of things and nothing is definitive yet. We don't have the keyframes. And and the thing is that you need the keyframes um, uh, drawn on model. That is, you have to have your character... Um, uh, the keyframes is uh, tricky. The keyframes are tricky because that's that's um, that is the artist. the 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 final design is pretty much going to be um, decided in the keyframes, and uh, you have to have you gotta have people that can uh, make your character look like that particular character at <clears throat> uh, in every frame. And uh, that takes a, a certain degree of skill. And uh, I said before that it's labor work, but that it's assuming that the person doing it is uh, has the attention to detail, has the speed and uh, and efficiency to uh, to to make this character move and 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 uh, yeah, to, to to move basically. And um, and uh, that is that as you can hear. Drawing all these individual frames, it's um, it's a lot of work, and and so being two people on a project like this, it's um, it's uh, it in a professional world, in in the in the big budget world, that is just insanity. It would never happen. You would have um, a pretty much um, a big uh, a, a good chunk of an office occupied by people just doing that only. Uh, but that is the big budget world, and this is. Where we are right now with Wolves of Cecilia, this is not big budget world yet, and um, and we have to adapt, and uh, and yes, we will see what will happen as we go forward. W- will we do a casting call? It's possible, and um, we will get we will we get more people on board? Uh, possible, but at the moment we are still having. Um, core development core development things to do before we can allow ourselves to to work quote unquote worry about that all right so um and yes in general you can never have too many patreons <laughs> to be honest um and in terms of software you're also asking about software do we have enough software yeah with the, with the latest additions that i did in terms of um audio production uh, software and um, and uh, and what else was there uh, visual effects software I think we are more than prepared for what we are supposed to do I can't come up with anything that that is like um, holding <clears throat> holding us back significantly significantly in terms of software Um in terms of video editing software, um, it's also we're also covered. I have a copy of uh, Vegas Pro 17, which uh, which can run plugins and it has a number of great features in uh, incorporated into it. And um, and and so in terms of software, uh, yeah, I would I would say we are we are very well off. We are very well prepared for what we're going into it's it's more um it's more experience and uh, and skill at this point and and time time is a massive massive factor you just uh, you're nothing without time it's it's that simple and since time is money 
and uh, we can't just um, uh, we we can't pay our bills with uh, with um, with the frames we make. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Um, we have to have uh, jobs. Uh, Milky is a Milk is having a job, and so do I, and that's what pays the bills. and uh, And as long as that's the case, then we so we sort of have to compromise in one way or another. In my case, I have the very, I have the excellent, uh, I have an unusual position, I should say, a very unusual position, of um, earning a a proper amount of. Um, uh, I I would say I have a. Um, I, I have a very uh, favorable. I have very favorable working conditions and uh, and uh, salary to go with that. It is. Uh, it is. De- I'm definitely. Uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. How should I say this? Um. It, 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 being working a half time job, it definitely leaves a dent in your in your economy but at the same time i i have the time i'm investing in myself i'm investing in the project and with a aim of course of uh getting returns on those investments and uh as a matter of fact yeah that's the strategy that i've chosen so we will see where it goes um but as i said if if we could somehow figure out um and we will get to the business model as well uh, with my episodes, and that is something I re- really wanted to talk about. Is that I, I do contemplate on getting my episodes, uh, my uh, excavated behind the scenes of Wolves of Cecilia, up to YouTube, and uh, basically of the simple reason that uh, well, you have pretty much have to be on YouTube with all that comes with it, uh, both good and bad. In order to in order to be out there and um, have a chance of staying in business, basically. So, it's um, it's uh, it's uh, it's. I'm just uh, doing a few things here on, on the on the phone. It's um, the battery is starting. To, the battery is starting to go out. Uh, so, that's one of those things that comes into play. Uh, business model figuring out how to make it sustainable because uh, free is not sustainable it's it's just that simple there has to be um there has to be a way to to combine uh, a, a healthy business with um with some great material they they are very much um they're very much interconnected and that is something i also learned when uh, when going through all the material from film courage they were talking a whole lot about how do you finance these things uh, how do you get investors for your for your project and all that and and um, and uh, a lot of people are just wondering how that's the big question just how and um, they've opened up the the um, they uh, the stories that i shared uh, from these people, they uh, they gave some really good. Uh, they they uh, yeah, I, I learned a real lot, and I got a whole lot of equally as much validated and and verified. And um, yeah, we will see in 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 how we will em- implement things and how we will do um, 
but that is uh, but there's definitely I'm just saying it there is a connection between uh, episode output material output and financing it's it's just that simple and uh, and uh, we are happy for anything and everything that everything and anything in terms of support that we can get for uh for the project and what we do including just being on the server i mean just just like coming by and saying hi it's it's much more important than people uh probably think i'm i gotta say that some some uh, some out there just might be taking it for granted that uh that uh that we expect things from our members or anything but just um but the thing is that um we we are just so grateful that um that you want to be on our servers uh, on our server and in our community and uh, and spend time there even if it's just uh just coming by and saying hi or just uh just putting a smiley on uh, on uh, or, or or a reaction on somebody's comment or whatever it's it's still really important it shows that somebody does care about what we are doing and it's uh, and yeah it's it's much more important than people would think and um i don't know what's um how, how should i say this i'm trying to say this in a really nice way uh, <clears throat> we are none of us are taking None of us are taking anything for granted. We uh, we don't know what's going on um, in the heads of um, creators with much bigger communities than ours, where they have activity on the server twenty four seven and people interacting and posting stuff nearly constantly. We have no idea uh, what it's like to be in that kind of world. We we just don't know we are not there we are um starting from zero pretty much and um and we're happy for anything and everything that we get and uh, and uh that's about that pretty much so yes just 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 being there is support enough so anyone out there if you can't support us financially and milk if you can't support milky financially don't feel bad it's if you're not in a position where you can't support financially don't feel bad please don't feel bad because just just you being here just interacting with us leaving those thumbs uh, coming by looking at uh, even if you don't even if you just spectate it is still it's still so important if you're just uh, if you're just on the server in some kind of way it's just yeah uh, I'm I'm not gonna repeat myself too much, but you get the point. It it's really important for us. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and for everyone that has been on the server in 2021 and been loyal for months and months on end, and and still hanging out there. Uh, just thank you so so much. It's just um, yeah, massive gratitude. That that's everything I can say basically. Okay, so. Let's move on to the last question. What are the last steps the team has to do now? Um, uh, well, last steps. Uh, <laughs> we're not really at the maybe last steps uh, anytime soon. Uh, but the, but uh, in order to get to the last steps, we have to continue from where we are now. Excuse me. 
and um, oh man, round two. And um, that is to just uh, keep up the good work, uh, increase efficiency, stay disciplined and focused, and um, and get some real good material together, and never ever stop developing. Of course, because otherwise, <clears throat> otherwise it would just um, it would stall, and that's the most important thing of all. It must the ball must always keep rolling and th- and and since uh we have and since we have uh the team that we have right now the 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 project is at some in one way or another 24/7 moving forward and that is really cool that's a really cool thing to just uh, to just realize that when i'm sleeping uh jordan milky Inky Paws and all the um, uh, and all the Americans on uh, in our team, they are out there and uh, and some and somewhere having this uh, project in the back of the mind, working on it more or less actively depending on what's going on, but it's it's still very much ongoing. And uh, then when uh, when the sun goes down in America, it goes up here in Sweden and in Europe. And uh, me and Vio are on the on the chase and uh, and doing our part and and um, yeah and so it goes back and forth and sometimes we make it overlap between the two continents uh, doing these creative hangouts exchange, exchanging messages and so on and so forth and uh, and so we keep the show we keep the development going. And that is a really cool thing. And uh, yeah, also, yeah, that's pretty much I can say what I can say about that. So uh, last steps, uh, uh, as I said, a long way to go into the last steps. But uh, until then, it's just, uh, yeah, just keep on trucking, pretty much. What's coming up next, though? Uh, that's probably a nice way to start uh, wrapping up this pod because it's um, it's uh, scene zero part two has been uh, rather modified and uh, we can most likely we are most likely in a position where we can start boarding out um, scene zero part two and uh, count on to. Uh, and and don't need and and not need to go back. Okay, so uh, let me try that again. So, um, boarding scene zero part two is probably safe to do now because we have uh, more or less decided that it will stay as it is. Uh, if we will do changes from now on, it will be it it should be rather minor. And uh, and uh, scene zero part one can also be for further boarded as well because now um, the part one part the part one is is on point and where it needs to be so that one we can get a little bit more specific about which I'm really looking forward to I'm looking forward to everything but come on <laughs> and um, and then of course uh, boarding scene two which has seen a number of improvements and a number of changes. And um, as a matter of fact, we need to, we need to make new, uh, completely new boards 
new footage, new backgrounds, uh, lots of new stuff. And, um, and uh, it's, we don't, we have not yet decided who will do what. It's basically since since me and Milky in in terms of thumbnailing are uh, as 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 demonstrated by uh, by the thumbnails that I've done so far. We are very comparable when it comes to when it comes to uh, the thumbnailing part, which is which is really good because that alone is going to speed up the process like crazy. Um, and and speaking of speeding up the process like crazy, I mean. Um, a number of days here, I it felt like I had my hands. Uh, it felt it felt like I had my hands tied behind my back and couldn't do anything because uh, just life was throwing all challenges at me. You know, I um, I needed to uh, take care of a few things, take care of a few things around my house. I live on my own with everything that comes with it. Uh, making sure that the that the car deal is going uh, well, that the car is actually that the new Civic that I'm looking on is uh, it's even just worth the eight hour drive back and forth. That is four hour one four hours one direction, four hours back, just to make sure that it's it's just worth that trip. It involves uh, it involves a lot of thinking and uh, and the whole to, to make to to be. And, and there and then there whole, there's a lot of money on the line uh and so on and so forth so it's just like it's a, it's a it's a tricky situation to be in uh when doing uh, these kinds of things and uh, as a matter of fact that kind of uh peace of mind has been uh, coming and going and in some cases it has just been paralyzing but that has been on my end and on vio's end he just recently was it yesterday or the other day he was popping in with um he was popping in with uh with his latest developments of how he is designing sounds and i'm just like i gotta be honest here he's beating me at my own game uh because the things that he is doing in in fruity loops it's just like it, that's stuff that i would expect from somebody who has been uh, for real, designing sounds for um, a video game or two already. It's just like um, it's it's just uh, amazing the the um, the progress he has made in a very short uh, short time. And by the by release time, by release date, yeah, you will hear what I'm talking about. It's it's um, going to have. Uh, he is going to put a he is going to put a lot of uh, important pieces into into Wolves of Cecilia and and um, as I uh, pieces of uh, special effects sound special effects uh, that's what I mean and um, and that's a that's a good demonstration of how how we how this is the the team effort that it is that uh that it's not stopping and uh i just uh yeah my hands were tied behind my back but he could work and sometimes it's vice versa and uh, this is how it's done i'm just uh so proud of everybody involved making even the smallest of contributions just unlocking massive potential um slashing development times into fractions of what it could have been and and um it's just like yeah it's really incredible 
anyhow, uh, so so that was a little bit of a ramble, uh, but the, the the development goes on, and uh, I don't remember where I was going with all this. I'm starting to feel the <laughs> the the focus being a little bit going dull here, as the th- three hour and a half three and a half hour mark is just passed. Okay, but. Uh, and in my case also, I will return to that to that certain shot and uh, keep on throwing colors at it and lines and all that stuff, and as well work on um, on uh, on the visual tone and everything that will uh, that is necessary in order to give the the final episode and the <coughs> the series the right uh, the right look, if I put it that way. And it's going to be. As as with everything else, uh, super exciting to to get into and work on. Also, coming into the end of this episode, uh, I want to say the the this podcast episode, of course. Uh, I want to say that I do pl- I do want to try to to upload one of these episodes a week because backtracking and uh, and uh, doing these kind of um these insane uh, backtracking missions taking a l- let me try that again okay so one week after every <sighs> after <laughs> after one week of development you have a pretty good idea of what you've done during what I've done what am I saying? Why am I saying you? Anyway, um, after one week, I have a pretty good idea of what I've done, and uh, and I can talk about it. One week later, I might be in a very unfavorable position. So, if it would take, if on on week one it would take some thirty minutes to prepare an episode, by week two, it's most likely going to take hours to backtrack what was happening on week one and preparing for uh, and preparing for a recording as you would have the second week fresh in your mind. And as time goes on, this effect becomes worse and worse. And in my case here, with six weeks of events and me backtracking all of this, you can just imagine just uh, how uh, terrible this was. And... Um, and I really don't want to do that again. And as a matter of fact, I, I'm just like, yeah, weekly, if possible, because life is going to throw just um, anything and everything at me to make sure that it doesn't happen. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm just like, okay, but what's the alternative? Because I'm that the time penalty, uh, it's it's just like, yeah, it's it's uh, in in the long in the long run, it's just not sustainable. So I had to. I really, really want to make it work to do it to do it weekly, and uh, and with the routine, it's most likely going to work. And uh, but we will see. I, I really hope it will work, and um, and that it's just a matter of routine, as I said, in order to to get there. Uh, start so starting next Saturday, which of course is blown in advance because I'm going down t- uh, go- going down south in Sweden. And looking at that Civic, and when when I get home, I'm probably going to be pretty mashed. 
mentally because it's it's going to be eight hours on the road just eight hours on the road and then that doesn't count uh all the things we will do at the dealer all the things that will um all, uh, the brakes involved and stuff like that we will be on the road from morning early morning to late to late evening or something it's going to be or or late afternoon rather uh, stay up stupid early stay and get home stupid um not not stupid late but late in the afternoon uh we want to we want to return home uh, while we have daylight and and sunday uh f- most likely going to be a recovery day and uh, next weekend as i said uh, might have I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, creative, creatively speaking, uh, I, I believe that Sunday is going to going to be a recovery day, and hopefully, 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 I will be able to record uh, that episode. And if I prep carefully enough, hopefully, 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 it's gonna make it's gonna work. So, okay, 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 okay. With all that said. With all that, all these stories told, with three hours and 35 minutes on the clock, I can now happily conclude that, um, excuse me, (coughs) that this episode finally has come together. It's hard to express just how relieved I am right now. It almost feels unreal that this is actually coming to a uh, close and that i can press stop and get this episode out to you but here we are it is happening amazing 2022 the first episode of 2022 is a thing and i thank you everybody so much for listening all the way through and if you've listened all the way through you know what you're gonna do you're gonna go to Wilson Cecilia's Discord server, you gotta go to talking in the general section and type out all the beans! Yeah! In the in the chat, like uh, like in big bold letters, please. It would be hilarious. And um and um and yeah, that's uh, bringing me nicely to the outro of this episode. So Links to our Discord server will be in the podcast description, and uh, and uh, the Discord. Yeah, if I said, I think I think my focus is really going down the drain here. <laughs> uh, let me try that again. So, links to the Discord server. The link to the Discord server will be in the podcast description. And so, with that, I have nothing else to add except that. Uh, it's time to roll the outro. So, thank you all for your continued support, all the activity, and all the inspiring stuff that you post. And as always, have a magic time with your art. This is Oscar signing out. Have a great day, and follow your passion.